Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 308. I was holding out, waiting for, I was waiting for, I think, Sean, because he was going to give some thoughts on Woe Long Through the Cloud. Um, but he, I assume he's popping in some, MBG's running a little late too. But we were going to start up closer to, to nine, but we, we were held, holding out hope. But either way, they'll randomly pop in, I'm sure, as we go along. But we still have some. Swinging through later. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll see MBG come through later on, and maybe Nate. So we'll we'll get him in here. But uh, we we got some people here. Okay, we got. Let's see. We got Evan. Evan was just talking. You heard Evan? Yep. Evan is here. Good to have Evan. Uh, I think Dream Dreamcast guy or Max. Uh, he's, he's dodging tornadoes. Like, there's like a tornado or something over there. So he's like, I, I I don't know if I'll even have power. So we'll hey we'll we'll see. And then we have we do have OJ Player Essence holding up the pre-show. He's here. Yeah, it was fun pre-show, guys. Once again, really good numbers. Now we're actually pushing towards 600 on the pre-show wow. before. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's getting there. We were mid 550 something. So it's getting now towards 600. So yeah, make sure you guys check out the pre-show before this one usually goes up around uh, 4.30 uh, p.m. PT, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. So yeah, pre-show is going good, man. Thank you guys for uh, coming through. We got Jordan Friends. Jordan's here. Glad to be here. It was the you know Pokemon Day this past week. We had a lot of Pokemon celebrations. I put out like three hours worth of Pokemon content, and uh, yeah, it's been a lot of Pokemon a lot this of week. Pokemon so I'm here to talk about it. <laughs> I liked your uh, Pokemon spinoff video. That was cool. Thank you. That was a, that was a fun one too uh, to put together. Yeah, yeah. I like I like that type of uh, content. Looking at uh, those like obscure games in the past. Appreciate. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that that was going down this week, starting with that Pokemon Presents that happened that led into all kinds of talk about a Twitch no. 2. So we got all those, all the that final, stuff to go over there. Final Fantasy talk? Yeah, Final Fantasy 16. Can't, can't use JRPG? Can't yeah. use that anymore? <laughs> yeah. It's a band? Band term? Yeah, yeah. Got Square, Square Enix, got some, uh, all kinds of stuff happening over there. They got Final like, Fantasy Civil... Two. Final Fantasy Civil yes. War. Yeah, there's like a civil <laughs> war going on there with Final Fantasy. There's uh, there some leadership changes coming up. Oh yeah, yeah. Luminous Productions gets shut down basically because yeah. of first spoken. Is it, it was a wild week. There's stuff yeah. all over the place. And then we had Wo Long Fallen Dynasty release uh, this week as well. So there's did there's a lot over, going on. Did it get overshadowed by like Final Fantasy uh, somewhat? I don't know because it, <laughs> I haven't seen as many people talk about it as I was thinking they would. Yeah, uh, but there's also some issues I think with the PC version and stuff. Yeah, we PC, can. It was PC Game Pass though, right? Destroyed. It was. Yeah. Yep. It is Game Pass. It so was. Can, so you know, usually like a, a, a release that big on Game Pass is going to get far more buzz, like yeah. the Atomic Heart game or whatever. You know. So we can we can uh, I mean we can go over all that stuff tonight including the the wolongs games i've actually been playing quite a bit of it uh mm. so i have some stuff to say on that. i wanted i wanted to get sean's take on it because he doesn't really like the souls games as much i kind of think he'll be okay with this one though it's a little different i don't know yeah, it's, 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 it's like neo it's it's much more like a neo style of game from what i the demo that i played yeah it's, it yeah felt like it's, it felt there's like another neo. game from team ninja that it's kind of reminded me of too so a little, little bit of ninja guiding in there ninja guy okay okay a little bit, little bit. I, yeah. i'm seeing yeah. it come through here as i get further in uh evan did you want to start us off with a with a discord question there though what is everyone's least favorite modern gaming practice uh oh least favorite modern gaming practice the games not being done when they ship out mine's remasters uh battle favorite. battle royale for me oh i love battle royale now I've, I've turned around on it hmm least favorite 
I still, I, I guess, no, I was going to say the, having to install a game when you pop it in, but at this point well, it's basically that is annoying. accepted. Mm. Uh, and, and now I think, I, I think the games download faster on like a PS5 or an Xbox and then they install from a disc. So once again, we're getting to a point where that'll become more convenient once again, even though you have the disc physically or something. Maybe, maybe it is that. I was going to say always online stuff, but then yeah. I'm like, I'm always online anyway. So I'm trying to think of what for me specifically, I guess it would be that. Yeah, I don't know. That. What's that thing that's Suicide Squad is like the gear ratings and like yeah. that. The light, the light levels. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. To like, like That's Arun Destiny for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where you yeah. have like, oh, I have like a level seven bracer that powers up and glows, and then you can get a, the same one, but oh, it has a slightly different thing to it. What happened to just leveling up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's not easy cool to understand. Enough. It's easy to understand. Okay, cool. I'm level ten now. That makes sense. Oh, but my armor is level seven, so that gives me a boost up to level uh, thirteen. Well, for the, for those games, since they're for those games, since they're trying to continue them forward, it's for them. They found it was better to have your character stop leveling and then have the gear yeah. take over the stats, it's, so that they can just keep releasing content without having to add the character levels it's just made it yeah. add the levels borderlands does it in that dlc's they just say here's another 10 15 levels you know sometimes cool. it works wish, sometimes man. but sometimes you get skill bloat in a lot of games where there's just you get like 20 extra skills and you're like what the hell am i even doing anymore you know what game i was i was watching the other day i was watching the original god of war like a retrospective on that game just because i wanted to watch it and like that game handles it so good so good you just get red orbs and you just upgrade and then each time you upgrade there's like five levels it's max you don't even want to use any other weapons. The, the, that one weapon is good enough. Just those those two blades, good enough for the whole game. And it, and it feels fresh the whole time compared to these games that release. And it's like, yeah, 15 million weapons. And you're just like, Ugh, you know? Mm -hmm. We have another Discord question, Evan. How many Game Pass subscribers do you think Microsoft would lose if they switched to first party games being released on there a year later rather than day and date? Ooh. Can you, can you say that again? You were, you were like kind of, I kind of lost you there. What? Okay. By cutting? Okay. Um, I heard him. I heard him. All right. Uh, how it many Game me. Pass subscribers do you think Microsoft would lose if they switched to first party games being released on a year later rather than day and date? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, they haven't really released a lot of really any first party games and like big ones other than they just did Hi-Fi Rush. But before that, it went a while. And I feel like they were just kind of, they had just been kind of slowing down or plateauing. And an announcement like that wouldn't help them any. So unless the thing that was being mentioned is a cheaper iteration. So you have like the like the baseline light game pass where you get stuff later and time timed like exclusive to the more expensive tier and all this, but they able to cross the board that would I think that would definitely knock their subscribers down. I think they would call the higher tier game pass plus just to like be assholes or something. I don't know. They I don't know what they would what would they call the they have like they had Xbox Live Gold and they used to have Xbox Xbox Live Silver. Remember that? Yeah. I don't know if they do maybe like they do that. Game Pass Gold and Silver. Eh, maybe yeah. they have Game Pass, Game Pass Platinum or something. <laughs> that sounds good. Game Pass Gold, Game Pass Silver. Yeah, that's that's maybe. that's easy enough to kind of understand. Just yeah, yeah, I could see that. That would be good. But I, I don't mind them trying to do different tiers and figure out ways to make it even cheaper if they can. One thing that was floated also was like having commercials play before you go into a game, and they try to get Game Pass to be almost free. Oh, so. I, I don't know about all. I wouldn't want that. Yeah. You don't, you oh, don't, you don't want to watch it, a four-minute commercial between playing a game? Or? Well, if that's the case, you just you just pay for it. You just go, yeah, that's fine. I'll just like how we have YouTube, where it's you have YouTube Premium. If you don't want to watch commercials, then if you do, you just 
know, just commercials. <laughs> taking away, like, I get it, but like, where's where's the physical copy of Hi Fi Rush, man? Like, it just seems like they're holding that. Oh, in no, I don't, I, I don't think that's hey, you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be uh, a code in the box. Uh, <laughs> I'm still waiting for that. That game looks like it'd be such a cool game to have, just like sit on a shelf or like a collector's edition. Uh, they would have a lot of fun with the collector's edition yeah like yeah. with some really cool art books and stuff and the box art they'd have a lot of fun with that i think Dude, you could do a super you could do a super expensive one with a guitar, guitar. Can, yeah ship the guitar freaking, I, feel, I feel like you and... only make like five of those and just see who yeah. wants them and all five would sell that's right i would remember that go... there was a skateboard look there's tony a skateboard hawk. in tony hawk <laughs> and we all buy it <laughs> that was really cool right did you guys buy it right yeah oh, i think God. everyone did because like, i mean i still need that i still need that underground i still need three and four you bought it right yeah i got it yeah yeah we all uh, well haven't didn't but most of us bought it <laughs> i haven't got it in spirit you got it in spirit <laughs> let's uh yeah we can we can start with the pokemon stuff Wanna jordan start with pokemon let's start with pokemon the pokemon presents Let's talk about some Pokemon. All right, Jordan. I think I think you enjoyed this more than basically any of us. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's it's exactly what I expected it to be, and I was only weirded out beforehand that they were hyping it up too much for the general public because it's like it's just, it's just a random anniversary. Like it's not a twenty five, it's not a thirtieth, but it is the twenty seventh, and the game came out on the twenty seventh. You know, twenty seven years ago. So I'm like, okay, maybe there might be something here. They sent out stuff to some Pokemon YouTubers. Like it, they tried to make it feel like this big event, and I was like, okay, it's kind of weird for this random year to to have like a lot here, uh, and everything I predicted minus. You know, any spinoff game really showing up there was mm. there. Uh, Pokemon Sleep was lightly announced uh, for what it was with, uh, you know, a release date for later this year that has some integration with uh, Pokemon Go and the and the worst named item, the uh, the Pokemon Go Plus Plus, <laughs> plus. Um, oh, which is uh, which is cool. Give me that. Uh, Fire through. I have all the announcements in front of me. I can sure. fire through them very Let's go quickly. Through them. Yeah. Pokemon World Championships commercial. Yeah. Pokemon trading card game classic, which yeah. looks really cool. By the it way, is, I, it's, I it's a like fun. That. Yeah. That'll be a fun thing, which will be unveiled at Pokemon Worlds yes. in is Japan. It, is that just the cards, or is that because that whole set looked ridiculous? But is it just the card element of it? No, it's. The, I believe it's like it's the that whole, whole like surface yeah. area oh, and like that's kind of cool. Whole... That's kind of cool. The damage yeah, counters are nuts. Like they actually like, have like cones. The cone-shaped damage counters. The thing where you had to like throw it into a really little spiral cool. dish to like get to something. Oh, that was crazy. weird. Looking. It is. It is like the luxury of of, of ridiculousness What's for price Pokemon on that? card game. No pricing was announced. Uh, no pricing. I think it'll be a, between two hundred, three hundred dollars if I have to assume. I, that it, wait, does that come with? It comes with all the base cards and everything too. Uh, it'll, it'll it'll come with. <sighs> Something like that. It should come with two. I'm guessing it would come with two different decks or like just an assortment. Had Charizard, card. Venusaur, and they showed. I believe they showed so, Blastoise too. So they showed off the celebration-esque looking cards of the the original ones and like Chansey and Mewtwo and stuff like that. Then they also showed uh, like a like a Ho-Oh EX and uh, Lugia EX and a Suicune EX that were like brand new for like the older EX generation, which is just coming back now as a new format for the card games with Scarlet and Violet this month. So it's it's just a really cool set. It's for fans of the the classic. At first, I thought they were announcing that like legally that they were going to allow like a side way to play like the classic version of Pokemon since they're bringing back the uh, the original Pokemon trading card game for like the Nintendo Online. Like okay, you can play the old school way of playing uh, as opposed to the new way of playing. But 
regardless it's like a premium thing it's like a premium like hey if you want to relive the older stuff and you want to have like a very nice premium set uh it's a cool thing you know so we had we had that netflix's pokemon concierge pokemon unite update mm-hmm. pokemon cafe remix update pokemon yep. sleep with the pokemon go plus plus pokemon scarlet and violet updates pokemon scarlet and violet dlc area zero hidden treasure area zero that is ended the well they're gonna have one out later on this year in the fall and then the other one is winter 2023 which i guess technically if it's if they just go to winter and drop 2023 it could be early next year it's possible yeah Uh, but that was the guarantee that was going to be here was uh it was dlc that's that's what most people were waiting for and that was the the grand finale uh we got our split two dlcs that apparently will lead into the next one so it'll be you know like it's it's a build-up where that final one should release like that new um that new like turtle shell pokemon Mm -hmm. is supposed to be like the third legendary and if you look at it it's kind of shaped like the region it has uh you know something to do with the terrestrializing where it has every element involved so i'm sure it'll have a big story leading up to that um it seems cool we got to see a few new pokemon we got the announcement of about 230 pokemon uh previously that are now coming back uh between both of the dlcs which is also you know pretty cool um but it's just it was it was the standard affair the show was i wouldn't say overly too exciting i think there was the, like if you had tempered expectations this was exactly what the show was going to be um i again i still expected maybe one sort of spinoff to be shown there uh, whether that would have been a new mystery dungeon or just a tease of something but if there is going to be any more teases maybe something in the middle of the year uh where like you know where we'd get like an announcement of another legends game or or something of that you know sort i'll tell you the only there. thing that really disappointed me jordan is there was no game boy game going into the the online service that that oh, I mean, me, my expectations yeah. going to it that would have i'd been like okay cool that's fun i i knew that i knew that wasn't gonna be there because like it's i just pokemon and nintendo are very weird with those releases and as much as as much fun as it would be for them to just put it on the nintendo online like i said last time i was on it's like who knows what they're gonna do with them because they could easily say they're 10 bucks each and people are gonna buy them oh they'd make a ton of money from that so that's that that's why what my hang-up is too it's like man it makes so much more sense for them to just sell it like from their corporate business strategy perspective than mm-hmm. to just drop it in the service although they might get a lot of people might, who are might. sitting on the fence to be like i guess i'm not. and especially if they put a game boy advanced pokemon game what if they did what if they just did fire red and leaf green and there was no red and blue or yellow or anything yeah, they just dude. put that in the 50 dollars tier i think that would have been great people i think people would still be excited for that because i yeah. mean those games are still highly loved like that's like that's like a because then we're getting into a territory of like the mem- the remembrance and the nostalgia for the remakes right like right. there's people out there who are just nostalgic for the fire red and leaf green games but not the original you know red and blue right so there is a level that people would be excited for there, and there's going to happen with Heart Gold and Soul Silver instead of the regular Gold and Silver games eventually. And it's it's just how Nintendo or Pokemon, just in general, wants to navigate this and how they want to uh, push forward these releases because it's only a matter of time, honestly, before something has to happen with them at this point they can't just leave them behind they're going to make a new version of them re-release the old stuff re-release the re-releases or uh figure out how to remake it for a fourth time you know because the uh on game or on 3ds 
they're they're there, right? Like you have yeah. Pokemon forever. all the way first and second generation. Yeah, you you have yeah. you have a lot of them. So yeah, that, I think that's what everyone was kind of like maybe hoping for that they would see that. Although I saw people saying like they're gonna release like they want them to release like red, blue, yellow, leaf, fire red, leaf green. Like they were gonna. I'm like guys, come on, they're not gonna release all that fucking like, on that one day. Uh, they're not yeah. gonna do all that. But I was I was hoping maybe for like you know fire red, you know leaf green or something like that. Maybe like one of them come out and say hey maybe more later or at least mm-hmm. announce like a collection, like even like a a collection like a physical collection of the multiple games that you can pick between i would i think i'd spend a ridiculous amount of money on that i think even more so like maybe like a hub like an additional hub you can get for like the switch where it's like the pokemon like you can call, like even call like one of their spinout games the pokemon channel where you pay whatever the cost is and it updates and adds like smaller like it's okay here's your generation one games there's generation two and it updates stuff and adds things or it's a an additional extra service like oh instead of the 50 dollars a month if you pay 55 dollars a month you get access to the pokemon stuff i i I don't know not that i want that but at this point it seems like pokemon in general is going to need some form of compensation for these older games Mm. so it's just really depending on how they put them out there um but yeah i get for the direct overall it's fine you know, it was a very, it was a very fine direct. Nothing too exciting, uh, nor would I say disappointing. It was exactly at bare minimum what it should have been. Here's the Pokemon DLC. Here's a couple extra things you didn't know about. Finally, here's Pokemon Sleep, and then that was that was about it. Nothing too crazy. We got a we got a patch as well that they released. They have a lot of bug fixes. It, nothing nothing really Im- improvement for substantial performance or anything yet. So I don't know if you got a chance to play it since that patch, Jordan. I have not. Okay. I, I did. I did. And yeah, nothing, nothing from what I can tell outside of, yeah, like sometimes the, um, there was this area for me at least that like would hard to hitch every single time. I guess that I went back to that same area near the, near the beginning of the game that it didn't happen there again, but it could just be random. Um, and then people don't like cross you up. Like when you're like fighting against other people, like they don't like, start, start like walking between your battles. Like, None of that is happening, but pretty much the same. Okay, so we're well, we're going to go back to the patch here soon because that's part of that that apparent posting on on 4chan that got a lot, basically all this stuff right and mentioned a different kind of patch. So we'll we'll get into that when we get to the the Switch Two rumors. Uh, Evan, do you have a Discord question here? Anything about the either the Switch Two or the or what the are Pokemon people's stuff? opinions on Pokemon Sleep? Oh my gosh, <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon Sleep is still weird. I mean, it got announced, what was that, four years ago or something? It was like 2019. And, I mean, it's just going to monitor sleep. And basically, I, the one thing they have right about it is everyone can technically play it. <laughs> like, it, it, everyone's sleeping at some point, so you can play it. And I guess it kind of goes in line with, they're trying to integrate this with, like, way of life and improvement and stuff. Because they have the, what, the Pokemon, is it called Pokemon Shine? Jordan or Pokemon Bright, where it's the where you're brushed for the kid for the kids and they brush their teeth and everything with it. Yeah, they had some sort of uh, teeth brushing game, some incentive to brush your teeth. And then Pokemon Go is about going outside and or walking and and you know moving around and stuff. And now we have this. This is it's kind of pushing people to get more sleep. So I don't know. It just seems not that it's too weird, but monitoring sleep a lot of tracking going on now that i'm thinking about it over at the yeah. over at game freak <laughs> monitoring your sleep like 
like through your your phone. I mean, I guess you could, but to really monitor your sleep, you need to actually have stuff. Yeah, you gotta have stuff in. hooked to you. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't really, and that's what I said. Like this, I've had my sleep monitored before because when I was in school for kinesiology, that like, we had certain things that we did for that, where they would monitor your sleep and we would look at the results and the difference between like a well-rested athlete compared to somebody who doesn't get enough rest and like the performance between them. They would do yeah. that with some of the athletes. So I'm used to that. And I saw the crap that they had hooked in and like what would happen. And I've seen monitoring of sleep and this, your your phone can't monitor your sleep. I, it's yeah, interesting like, because like you can have Fitbits and stuff that can monitor your sleep because it's connected to like your pulse and all of this around your wrist, but yeah, your phone your just is just yeah. on your bed. So that's, I guess it, does it just use like the accelerometer and stuff to monitor movements? I'm not really sure but, what they're doing then, with it. It's interesting. It's, yeah, you'd, I guess you'd have to put it on your bed, but like, I mean, the, the concept of it, like, is it just that you press a button? It's like, I'm going to bed. Then you just stare at the ceiling. I, for, like, hey, I'm going to be the best. One. I'm just always going to press that button and just always be asleep then. <laughs> yeah, I, I sleep I from know. morning to morning again. Here we go. <laughs> Here we That's go. a thing. I, I feel like we're, it's, whenever it comes out, it's coming out, actually, I guess like the next couple of months or something the way they're talking about it and then everyone will put it through its paces and someone will should, obviously figure out how to cheese the system hey, so look they should have just released a, like a fitbit like a watch like i think that and then having this thing connected to it i think that probably would have been kind of more like dope you know like yeah. a smart watch like yeah, a smart watch with, yeah they have the go plus would've... plus the go plus go plus plus maybe that's <laughs> what sits on your bed it, they probably will have you sit that on your bed but i i don't know there's we'll have to see it in practice when it comes out everyone yeah. will try it i'm sure at least once just to see and then i don't know we'll go from there with it you have another discord question evan uh we got besides the post game content on pokemon does anyone on the spawn cast do any shiny hunting no i don't i see i'm I, wow jordan doesn't i'm actually surprised i thought you would. I don't have time that, for that that's a time okay. sink and okay. a half okay <laughs> I never got into the shiny hunting stuff. I, I just remember back in the day with like gold and silver when that came out as a big deal. There's red Gyarados and then occasionally you would find one in the wild, but I never got into that. Like trying to fill out your entire Pokedex or box with just shiny Pokemon. And then, because then people go from that to also doing what the, the, the EV or IV, whatever it is training. And oh, is, that, that is such a crazy meta to get into a lot of time, a lot of time. Well, I was trying to hold out for Sean, but Let's 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 move over to Wolong Fallen Dynasty before we go to the the Switch Two stuff that is connected to the Pokemon stuff. So Wolong is out. It came out Friday. Did hit Game Pass as well as PC, PlayStation, and the PC version's kind of busted. It seems like they just ported the PS5 version to it because when you turn it on, it asks if you want to do prioritize frame rate or prioritize resolution on PC. That's very weird. <laughs> And all the PlayStation prompts are there, the buttons and everything. So unfortunate, unfortunate stuff. But I did download it on Game Pass. I played it on the Series X and I've been playing it actually quite a bit. I picked it up. Actually, once it dropped, I just grabbed it at midnight and then I started playing it the next morning after I let it install and all this. And I've been playing it ever since. I I am really enjoying this game. This is this is good. It's it is more similar to Neo as opposed to a Souls game, like a Dark Souls or this is kind of closer to Sekiro as well, but n nothing like how when I played Elden Ring, kind of the feel of that. This feels more arcadey, and it is getting closer and closer to some of the Ninja Gaiden feel. I think that that uh, that they had at Team Ninja. So they also introduced the morale system, and I, I like this concept. So 
every area you go into, there's a temporary level that also lines up with your main level. So you'll level up as you go through, you get like the essence or souls or whatever you want to call it. And you spend that to move up different points. So you have like, you know, your health, you can move up your attack, your spirit. Uh, and part of that is stealth. Strangely, it's like linked to one of those power-ups that you move the number up for. Um, but you have your main level and then you have your morale level or your spirit level that's specifically tied to each area. And when you go in, you're always zero uh, for that area. And as you go around, you'll get different points that you plant flags in, and that raises up your base level. So if you die, you can't go below that level. But you can basically grind up that temporary level and then just start slapping enemies around that are... Like, if you're 10, you're just going to crush a level 5 that's specific to that area. And it basically makes you go into each area looking to build up a level next to your main level and essentially conquer that level. Because as you find these points you will then just have a base level that stays there. So you go back there after finding them. They're hidden throughout that, that area. And it, it sounds kind of weird, but when you're actually doing it and you're looking for these points, it I think it works pretty nicely. I I do... So the way they have it with their dodge and parry and, and, uh, and their blocking, you have just a block button and it's not tied to the parry button. So you basically have to choose my blocking or my parrying this attack. And in order to dodge, that's also linked to the parry where you have to double tap, in this case, B, on the Xbox controller. So the combat's pretty smooth. There are times where you kind of get caught. I've gotten caught in like on like a wall, sort of, or in a corner on a rock, and it sort of threw my character off a bit. But you have different weapons, dual katanas, single strong sword. You have the halibut, big spears, magics involved. There's a lot going on with this game. But there's uh, seemingly constantly something going on. And uh, I think this is also a Souls game that, well, Souls-like game that is very approachable. And it feels fairly easy. So I, I'm not having a hard time with it yet. But I also understand being like five or six hours in. This is apparently like a 30-hour game. So I'm sure there's going to be that boss that'll drive me up a wall when I'm playing it. The stealth isn't great in the game. Get it stinking behind an enemy. Not very good. There's no button to crouch down and quiet your character or slow them down. It's basically slightly tilt your controller stick and move forward. <laughs> That's the sneaking in the game. But I do like it. I'm going to continue with it. And I do recommend it as well. I think this was a good pickup on Game Pass for Microsoft, making the move to get that done with Team Ninja and Koei Tecmo. Um, so I, if anything, you got Game Pass, I recommend downloading it, trying it out. I would relate it closer to, I guess, Neo, but it is close to Sekiro as well with the feel. But it, it hasn't felt like anything with Elden Ring or a Bloodborne or Dark Souls yet. So that is my take. I like Wolong. I highly recommend it. Even if you're not a Souls fan. And Evan, if they ever fix the PC version, I recommend it there too. <laughs> I might check it out. Yeah. That, apparently there's a bad stuttering issue with it. There's like, I don't know. It's what a shame. I don't know who did the, was it Team Ninja? I don't know if they did the PC port, but it doesn't look like they did much of it. Two games in a row for Koei Tecmo having bad PC ports. Yeah. Wild Hearts was not good at P on yeah. PC. Even still Ooh. at this point, it's still not. I heard that was like exceptionally yeah. bad. That was rough. It was rough. It was rough. They did a patch and I was watching my guy uh, play the game. He said it's like 40 something frames for a second, kind of like, and which is better. 
than what it was, but still not up to what PC players would want. Yeah, but like a lot of the streamers got, you know, these top tier cards for the most part, like the bigger streamers. And, streaming and they're just and theirs are it. streaming too. They're they're struggling too with their stream with this oh, Wild yeah. Hearts game. The, the guy so. has a the guy has a 3080. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wild Hearts does not look like a game that should struggle like that with a 3080, just visually speaking. Yeah, so that's, uh, so it's two for Koei Tecmo. Two I hope Tecmo. they fix this whole long game for PC because I think the PC community really get behind this one. This is a, yeah, it, it I like the record. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it, it was like there was like seventy something thousand people. I think I saw uh, concurrent uh, streamers on launch day. That's really good for that game. You know. Yep. You so know. I'm you play a broken you. release at launch. That's not going to help your your numbers. You know. I'm telling you, the way I'm seeing them evolve with these Neo games now, Wolong. I, I kind of think Team Ninja is working towards a Ninja Gaiden game. I, I don't know. They they keep going. It just feels like they're getting closer and closer back to that. Well, they and said this, they would. this being another. Well, yeah, but this one is like, oh, they really are getting closer to that. Like there, it feels more and more like a Ninja Gaiden game as they've made these games with Neo. Neo what kind of Ninja Gaiden? You think they're going to go linear, or do you think they try to figure out how to open world it? Like when when they when the enemy comes at you with one of their special moves that knocks down your level, so your level can subtract and add, so that you can have your level part of your level taken away from you by an enemy if you don't block a certain ability. Dude, when you block parry one of these big moves, it kind of has a flash where I was like, oh, that that looked kind of like Ninja Guy in there because you're flipping around the camera, does that clean cut and stuff, and you look really cool doing it. I, I'm like, mm. I think they might go almost not in the same direction, but maybe something kind of crazy and make him actually do a little bit more like action gameplay but stealth too i think they I might actually they, might make it more like a ninja you know i could see them refining this further and they might ninja guide might come out like let's say they do a new one it might pull some stuff from a souls game just just yeah. for for ninja. i could see that aspect but still going a little further away from what we have here with wo long so i kind of seeing them build up a structure for a new one um which i think would be really cool because remember when ninja guide first showed up on like the 3d one on the original xbox back then yeah. it was like wow this is a tough game but it's like a tough and fair game and you feel really really cool the whole way through once you get the hang outside of, it. of the the enemies attacking you when you can't see them because of the camera angles it was fair outside yeah. of that yeah well yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh like ninja Gaiden black when they put that yeah. like, updated version well, out yes. that was like peak yes. right there i know ninja Gaiden 2 was really good too but i don't know something about ninja Gaiden black on the original Xbox, that hardware and how good yes. the game looked. And it, was, it was very good. Ninja Gaiden had been known for decades of being the most unfair bullshit ever. Like if you play <laughs> like the original, like, I mean, I started on the original Ninja Gaidens and those games are just ridiculous. Like, <laughs> you know, so I, I was used to it. Even like with the camp, like, you know, all that stuff. I was like, oh man, it's punishing difficulty. This is great, but 3D, you know? So it was, it was fantastic, you know? Yeah, I, I like Wolong. Well, I fully recommend it. I'm going to keep playing it. I'll, I'll go all the way through it. Uh, but I, I will admit I haven't had any issues with the bosses, or I've beaten quite a few bosses. I'm a little surprised how I'm kind of just going through this game. So I, I think there's going to be one that pops up, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that, here it is, finally that that big difficulty spike. But I will admit, being able to change your level and and kind of grind a little bit for that temporary level that then makes you stronger against the boss has helped a lot. So maybe if you do a run where you do, I guess, quote unquote, minimum like spirit levels where you can't go any uh, like can't go above what whatever the flags that you're planning are or maybe someone just tries to beat it completely at zero all the way through maybe that's kind of the built-in difficulty but uh, it's team ninja i'm telling you this is a good one they did good here i like it and again game pass yeah you download it try it see what you think there's also demos so you can just play the demo so. 
let's uh evan we have any discord questions over there uh i mean we are going to get into this in honor of the pokemon 4chan leak what's the wildest rumor you've ever seen that turned out to be actually real wildest rumor oh mm. wildest, wildest rumor, rumor that turned out to be real I'm trying to think I know we had the. I know the Pokemon Let's Go stuff got posted yeah, on 4chan way go. early, and no one believed yeah. it because it's like that's dumb. <laughs> it happened. Yeah, Pokemon Let's Go one might be might be the wildest one if I can just think back. Then there was also, I guess it wasn't so wild, but I mean there was the the Sora Super Smash Brothers. The guy was like, "Yeah, I work for a company." Sora's the last. Yeah, it, it, it's either that or it's probably MVG covered it because I do remember this with the Halo Four barn leak. That was that yeah. was a good one too. Yeah, uh, because it was just so stupid and ridiculous. No one believed it, and then boom, it was real. <laughs> the time, whole time. Jeff Grubb said Microsoft was making a game with Kojima. Oh, that's a good one too. There's Jeff Grubb. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, all right. Let's. I I was waiting for MVG's going to be in here, and I wanted him to discuss some of the switch the switch next gen switch two stuff so what's going on let's uh oh mg's here oh he just popped in look at that with his hat and everything Dude, I, was, delayed, I, was, I wasn't even looking at the well no i was oh, okay. looking at <laughs> i was looking at the, the the topics list i had here and i didn't hear the discord thing go off oh okay. mg's here good to have mg here got That's all the blue hit. going on back very nice very nice yeah we don't know what happened to sean he posted pictures at one point of grapes and he has a weird thing with grapes so we we assume he's just like he's grape combing out he's just done who knows i like grapes uh, too but i don't eat them too much <laughs> all right cool we got mvg here so we can we can go into the 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 switch to rumors and leaks stuff oh there was a time. there was a lot a lot of stuff going down with this one after a 4chan post that happened uh jordan real quick when you saw the 4chan post did that surprise you a bit just the pokemon stuff that was in there that they seem to have everything right uh not really i'm just more more so surprised that it was more to a t and not just like truth hidden among lies you know okay it was just straightforward it was yeah, here's this, it was... this this and this all the names i and i don't even yeah. know how to pronounce those pokemon names but they they spelled them all right so yeah. they're all correctly spelled. that was shocking to me that he actually got the exact names because even like with pokemon go like let's go and all that it was just general things right even though it ended up being correct but this one was the to the T, like the names. That was this person has a, he knows like he has some actual well, part. Whoever it. whoever it is saw the information early. That's all we know. Whether it was yeah. through press or they're actually yeah. a program or who knows. But they had the info early and they decided to go to 4chan with it a few days beforehand. Yeah. Um. So ah. there's that. And then at the end, they just kind of threw in the idea of them working on a patch for. They came back and clarified next gen nintendo system of some kind they they made sure to come back and specify no it's not a switch pro or mid-gen or whatever this is for something completely different that nintendo is bringing to market and they also left another i noticed this in the subject left another one of those md5 hashes so i don't know if that's like oh i'm coming back at some point but they they left another one he, so he said that he's done he's not going to talk anymore about it that's what he said okay. it was interesting to see that that was there so i don't know if that was just a if i have to come back this is here but if not whatever it's fine i'm going um so that of course started the the rumor mill big time for switch Two stuff and i think it's just because the 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 shock that oh wow this is this, this information was dead on and they would be producing a patch for 
a next-gen system. They said with DLC 2, although who knows, translations and stuff, they could have jumbled up the sentence some, but uh, if it's coming alongside of that DLC, that would be the winter 2023, but again, winter goes into, could go into 2024, so it's somewhere in there. Basically, I would assume by March of 2024, April, there would be some new system at least having been announced by then. Yep. I think you're right. You think we're right, MVG? I hmm? think you're right. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I think, I think it's fair to, I think I would put money on that, you know, that there'd be something be, before 2024. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's, I mean, I, I look, this 4chan thing, um, I personally think, I'm just being, this is my opinion, I think it's all bullshit. Oh, right? okay. Um, I like it. I like it. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel like the, he obviously, this person obviously got inside info about Pokemon before mm -hmm. the, uh, you know, the, um, the announcement or the event that was shown. And he used that to build trust, right? And then he just mm -hmm. kind of just throws in just, you know, subtly that, oh, yeah, we're working on next generation Switch. I don't personally buy it. Um, and I also want to say that like, who else has corroborated? No one else has corroborated this info. And usually, you know, that there's, there's more people that come forward with this stuff. So I, I'm not sure if I believe this, right? I do believe there's a, there's, there's an announcement of a new switch coming at some point, um, you know, late, later this year or, or early next year, but I'm not sure about the, the, uh, the 4chan stuff. I feel like it's just a little too, good for me it's lined up too well yeah it's just lined up too well it's lined up too mm. well go ahead oj sorry yeah i want to ask i want to get your like what do you just so i clarify and sorry to interrupt uh what That's are good. you um what do you think is that he's actually not working on anything do you think that is well, that much bullshit i i think no 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 i think he's obviously got some in, inside information about it he, he's he's you know he's aware of this stuff and he's working somewhere that obviously knows about this stuff but i also don't believe he's working for a contractor outsource okay. studio i like, agree with you there that's I, bu that's I, bullshit that, I, I do agree with you that he's lying about that because that would be something that i feel like could be connected back to the person right exactly like, yeah. yeah so i i don't feel like this person's being honest right i i yeah. feel like the 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 information that he had that he that he announced is he got that information one way or the other and that's that's indisputable i just i'm not sure about um the rest of the story yeah, think, that this, could, this person's giving it could be like a friend of a friend of someone working at the graphic design company making stuff kind of deal like it's just yeah like, i mean or this person out. could be this person actually could be a dev right that's been that's working on this stuff but um for an outsource studio i i'm not sure if, if that story fits right like it would make more sense to 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 assume that this person works somewhere within Nintendo, um, and he mentioned outsource company just to kind of throw throw the ninjas off. Maybe mm -hmm. I don't know, but like the story is just a little off for me. That's exactly personally. what I at MVG. I was like, he's clearly saying things to throw them off the scent because he's like, oh yeah, I, I use machine translation. I, I don't know. Stop the cat, bro. You know. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> like, English, he uses words that would not come out in an English. I put those in there. He uses certain words that is definitely someone that is a speaker of English. It's not yeah. someone that doesn't know English very well. There was well. one. There was word in, one word in that last sentence that that did sound like it. Like they said, I don't know who uses unclearness. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm like. Some of the stuff that like when he tries to clarify, it doesn't sound like it's broken. It doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like a machine translate. And I use that from time to time, like whenever I'm trying to translate from like English to Spanish, because like where I live, there's a lot of people that speak Spanish. So I don't, I don't, I'm not as great in Spanish. And like it always comes out wonky. And even like when I was doing it for Japanese class, you know, back in the day, it always comes out wonky. And when it comes to like these, or when I you know use like Google Translate like on Twitter for like Japanese posts for some of the developers. It, it always comes out weird, so this post didn't come out so weird, like weird enough, at least for me, to not believe that he's just trying to throw people off the scent and saying, oh, I, I'm just using machine translate and I don't really know. Like, nah, man, you're, <laughs> that's BS, dude. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you know, there's it's indisputable that this person got in, information about Pokemon before the event happened. Not, not disputing that at all. I just, the rest of the, the story is a little is a little off to me but hey uh, you know um maybe i'm wrong you know um, maybe maybe this person is legit they and... mentioned a patch though a patch for a new system for pokemon which i mean this is going to be the new pokemon i assume for next like the first half of next year at least uh, i mean we could see something else announced in the legend series or a spin-off but this with the dlc would we would we need a a patch though in order to get more of these games or get more out of these games necessarily for next gen because i know the backwards compatibility talk has been has been a big big point of contention across like the internet right now is that is that what we need to do do you got to go back and patch these different games yeah i mean maybe like we know we know that if you overclock the switch john that pokemon runs pretty well right so you know i mean just go go from the information that that we we absolutely um are aware of right so it it's possible it's possible Mm. um i think that's the that's the thing that we're all trying to understand and figure out is what what the plan is for nintendo you know um part of me feels like why would they announce a new system a few months after breath uh, sorry tears of the kingdom right you know that that in itself just seems a little little off to me as well right like why wouldn't you announce it with the system you know what i mean so um but i don't know you know like i i do think that that we will get some announcement later in this year um i just don't know yeah i'm wondering how much how much of a run-up they would need for the new system like is it are they looking for a four or five month run-up from announcement to release that's that's what i would guess i would yeah. i mean that's what the switch was switch was an, announced in october and then released in march so there doesn't really to be honest i don't really think you need the one year plus run-up i just think that that just wastes too much time um we've seen it before with like wii u that was detrimental to the launch of the system Yep. Um, so I think 3DS even a little bit as well. I just don't think that you need a whole year or so. Well, the issue, I, to... I assume the issue they'd run into, OJ, is that they would have to start manufacturing these things well before like that, or at least before that four-month window starts. So yeah. there's a chance they would have that leak out of the out of the factory. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to leak. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just going to. You can't avoid it it didn't i mean we saw it with xbox we saw it with playstation we saw it, i mean we see it with nintendo 3ds even if you go all the way back he's when they were calling it um like what were they calling it back then i forgot i, I just started covering but i forgot exactly what they're calling like the leaks like the the you know hdds or whatever leaks mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah. so it, it always happens every time even the wheat project cafe that was the whole code name for that and 
you know, and that leaked out what it was like the tablet stuff. I know it was early internet, early, you know, Twitter wasn't around back then, but even Wii U leaked out well beforehand. So this just it's just going to happen. You, know? yeah. I don't think you can avoid it. Hell, Switch Lite leaked. Yeah, that yeah, was a picture of right. it. People, people didn't believe it was real. And then it's like, oh, yeah. that's real. That's a thing. Oh, wow. It's a switch they can't so, switch. Interesting. You're just, yeah, you're just going to have to, you're just going to have to deal with it. The voids. Mm. I don't know. It's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting thing to see how they handle the run up for that, and especially the transition from this well, current system to the next. What do you guys think this is like? Um, th there's all this talk now about next generation Switch. Some people are saying Switch Pro. I'm trolling Switch Pro because you know I'm, I love I'm, your trolls, by the way. Like, what do you guys think? What do you guys think this is gonna be? Because like, I, I, I feel I feel like it's it could be one or the other. Honestly, like I don't really know. I think we still get a, a different model for the current generation. Kind of like when they did that 2DS XL after the Switch had come out. They just announced it. One, I remember one night they just announced it and was like, why? But they kept, they sold them. I mean, they sold. They still had a few games ready to go for it. They yeah. could do something like, here's a Switch Lite OLED. That That's all. Here, here you go. We don't have to deal with LCDs anymore. The red box switch is gone. Now we just do OLED panels of Samsung. Got a new system. Board. That's not. A, you don't have to lead it four months lead up for that. <laughs> no, but like that's just that like the little weird thing they do. Here's this other system oh, okay. that we have. Here you go. Yeah. But then they get into talks about the next system. Oh. Okay. And I I'm still I'm just trying to figure out what concept they're gonna go with. Like what makes this different from the last one? Because you go from DS Lite to 3DS. Okay, it's got a 3D screen. All right. Uh, I, I can I get that. Uh, what, I don't know. Here's my take. My take is that Nintendo has turned into a uh, boring Japanese company <laughs> at this point uh, with Furukawa. And yeah. honestly, they just simply, like, it's called Switch OLED. It's literally called the thing that it actually is. Yeah, I know. It, it <laughs> yeah. does kind of seem like that, yeah. right? Yeah. It, it gotten... So I'm thinking, and I'm saying that a little bit tongue in cheek, but like, uh, you know, I'm thinking that it's going to be kind of like what Jeff, Jeff Grubb speculated. Okay, he speculated. He didn't say that it was, so don't go rush Jeff Grubb's channel or whatever, but he speculated that it will be a bit more than what a Game Boy Color is. And if you look at what RGT says, RGT goes ballistic when you talk to him about Game Boy Color versus Game Boy because <laughs> Nintendo counts it as the same system. And as MVG knows, and as everybody here knows, Game Boy Color was not. It was like, it had a hell of, like, you know, exclusive games. It was more powerful. It was definitely a different system but nintendo counted it as that so i'm guessing they go somewhere in that realm that's my guess they be kind of just kind of boring a little bit and mm -hmm. hey look we got we still make millions of dollars off the switch we've got subscribers we can't dump that like there's still hella people buying switch games and they don't want to lose that and i think that's why they're fine with releasing breath of the wild or sorry no releasing them um, tears of the kingdom. They had, they had, at least in tears of the kingdom they had a sale on breath of the wild but releasing tears of the kingdom and they're like, people will just bite on the new system. We're good. Like it'll just, yeah. it'll just sell on the new system too. So we're, we're, we're cool on that. We saw what Mario Kart 8 Deluxe did, you know, we just released it again and it was great. So we can just do that or whatever, you know? So I think that they're really just going to do that and just what? say, Hey, look, it's better. And then they have the best, easily have the best selling system of all time. I am curious. What if they you know? set up and did some uh, did some different weird model not necessarily a switch light oled but what if they did do like a switch plus and it's just the same chip overclocked and they have different cooling or something in there or they do a switch table like tv top box where it's just that's it it's just a little box and they've overclocked that chip 
to get better performance out of it. And they just how, call that like the that, switch home or something. How much would they charge for something like that? If, That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, you pair what a pro controller with it or something and call it a day. I mean, I guess, yeah. People, if it's stronger, anything stronger, people will buy. Yeah. Like people, anything stronger, people will buy. People were buying OLED, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, look at the OLED, how, how that people have, have latched onto that. I mean, that's selling really, really well. I mean, obviously that's the system right now, but you know, you don't have to buy an OLED, right? You don't have to buy a yeah. Switch OLED. Yeah, you and buy a lot the of new Mario are. system instead. Yep. It's the old you version. You don't think you don't think they'll try to pull what they did with the DS the DS where they tried to explain it as a third pillar in their business and they're like this isn't the successor to Game Boy Advance then like a year later like this is a successor to the Game Boy Advance I, I'm with I'm with OJ the the, the 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 years the decades of taking risks um mm. are, are out right now I think, okay. I think you're right I think for a car was very very safe there is a there is a plan and they're just gonna stick to it they're gonna just He's you know. insanely safe. Like, when was the last time you guys saw this guy? He doesn't even like to be seen. Like, he even just less living than the in a bunker guy. right now, giving yeah. orders. Yeah, like I think that's what he just shuts in, and he's just like, "No, we, this is business. This is this. We're gonna do this." He seems incredibly calculated, like more than anybody. And he's also not. He's he's really young for obviously for his position. So he seems just like. This is what we're gonna do. This is what sells. This is what doesn't sell. This is selling. We gotta have this. And like, he just doesn't seem like he wants to mess around with anything outside of what's going to be the most efficient or best. You know, like he doesn't show up in Nintendo Directs. He doesn't do any goof. He wasn't even at the Nintendo World. He was, he... Yeah, what was, was that? Why didn't he go to that? <laughs> he wasn't even there. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, uh. I mean, Miyamoto was there and Doug Bowser was there, I think, and who else was there? There might have been a couple other exit. There's a couple. Other it is kind of Miyamoto's thing. Like I think it was look, uh, uh, the other executives that they have, uh, you know, that introduced Nintendo Switch. I think they were there too. Koizumi, Takashi. yeah, Takashi yeah, was there too. They, yeah, were, they were there. Dude wasn't even there. Like, so uh, I mean, that just seems to me like he's just like, you guys do this, do this, do this. We got to do this to make more money, and huh. that's what's gonna happen. You know. I don't know. They could maybe, pull something crazy, but I, I don't maybe, know. Maybe, I mean, he could also kind of step away and be like, you guys know what you're doing with these systems. You, guys, you, you, you get creative it with it. You uh, guys I'll, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll cover the money stuff and all that. I'll make sure the yeah. money flows back and forth correctly. You guys figured out the switch, right? Along with uh, along with the original vision, but brought it to market. Now, I mean, I'll do th- all the business stuff. <laughs> there's definitely something to be said about going out on top, right? Like, you know, leaving, leaving you know, the most successful uh, system, you know, behind as your legacy. That's a pretty big deal. But I, I think Furukawa is going to stick around uh, for a bit. I, I think, um, you know, this is a, a longer-term strategic thing um, that I think he's going to stick around for, at mm-hmm. least for the next generation and, yeah. and, and yeah. possibly beyond that. But I think he's, you know, he's obviously doing doing all the right things over there so um yeah i, maybe I don't he does nothing. MVG, maybe he does nothing we haven't heard of him. how do we know that he does anything i mean that's a, that's a good point <laughs> turns out he was no, chat was... gpt right. the whole time <laughs> but uh, in an, right? uh, you know another way to look at it is if he's doing nothing and they're and they're selling 122 million units and counting and why change it you know or zoom is doing all the work right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so okay well real quick when do we think well now with what we're seeing here some of the talks are we when when do we think the the next system will just say for fun when do you think it'll release release yeah i need i need a month and a year 
A Man. month down to the month. I need, I need the month. Down the month. I need the are they month. gonna are they gonna come for me if I commit to <laughs> a year and a date? I don't yes. even think Nintendo. Yes, really MBG. I, I want. I like when you get trolled. It's funny. <laughs> so please say something. Come on, just pass um, off a string well, of numbers. That means nothing. Twenty twenty four, but I don't really know what month. I mean, when when did like the the light come? It was like September, wasn't it? And the OLED. So, that, so, yeah, because it launched next to the Zelda game. Uh, Link's, Link's Awakening, Awakening. The... yeah. So yeah. I think it was September so, uh, 2019. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say September 2024. Oh, okay, so okay. a little bit out. A little bit out. A little bit yeah. out. Yeah. I want to hear John's. And what do we think the RRP on that's gonna be? 400 higher? I think they're going 400 on it because it's just because of how we are with pr pricing around everything now. They're probably like, well, it's it's kind of the way it is. Yeah, 400. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna. I, I, I don't know if they're gonna be boring. Yeah, I think they're gonna be boring in spring. Okay, spring, spring. You said spring, OJ. Yeah, sometime in spring. Yeah, I, I'm kind. I'm kind of thinking. March. I'm between April and March. Yeah, for yeah. next for 2024. Uh, mm. this year, launch it next. I mean, year. I, I'd like to hope I have a dev kit. You know. Right. Before then, because you're not yeah. getting the it. Kit. You're not getting it. Gonna launch without it. It's not that much time. Nintendo <laughs> hates you. You're not getting the dev kit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna play it. Say, I'll just go with March. They're gonna reenact the Switch launch all over again. Wait, I you mean, don't already have a dev kit, MVG. Wait, is that just, no, where's your dev kit? No, yeah, stop have. lying. He's trying to throw him off. He's got a. I don't have a dev kit, and even if I did, the answer is I don't have a dev kit. I'm gonna write down my uh, MVG potentially has a Switch. I write down my video ideas here, and that's gonna be one of them. MVG might have a dev kit. MVG. Just link him to my Twitter. Uh, I'm gonna make a video. I mean, I'm gonna link them to your channel. <laughs> so I would look. Uh, go, go, ahead, MG. No, I was gonna say. I, I think March is. I mean, that's again. That's that's a, a pretty good, um, you know, bet to make as well, given the success they had, you know, previously. So yeah, I mean, it's possible. Uh, but I, I, I wonder if it is March next year. What are they going to have ready to go for launch? Because you know that's the other thing, right? They have to have, and they know this, right? That they have to have a pretty solid launch lineup of, of games. I think they, got they have Crossgen. They, they got a Mario Kart game. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's all it takes. Maybe that's it's maybe it's got. Mario Kart and Metroid Prime Four, and yep. you know maybe uh, a couple of I'll just say. Um, uh, switch games that had been patched and brought forward with new features that yep. could be enough I plus think, nso yeah, yeah. and then you work. and then you announce games that are set up for 2024 and then even in, you just start announcing stuff even if it's like two years out or something just to be like here's the new 3d mario game that's coming out next year or something just start lining up that that first 18 to 18 to 24 months of releases for that new system yeah yeah, I I will say you want to look towards first week of May. That should be when they have their an actual investors meeting for the entire fiscal year, and I, I feel like they're actually going to get grilled pretty heavily about this. Yeah, but they're just going to give their responses they always give. Yeah, but didn't they at an investors meeting? Didn't they announce that they were working on the NX or something? That was okay. So that was a very interesting um, situation because. That was when they went into the partnership with the DNA mm -hmm. and smartphone, and they were doing really bad in with the Wii U. 
Right. So they announced it so people wouldn't think that they were going to move straight just to mobile gaming. Like no home, like no next home console or anything like that. So mm-hmm. they did that to alleviate the fears of that. Well, the other reason I would say they'll probably get grilled is because we'll have Tears of the Kingdom coming up, but I assume they're going to be all be looking forward as like, okay, what's what's the holiday game? What's happening after this game comes out? All those things. Like, yeah. how are you going to take advantage of the busiest time of the year exactly? They're, and, they're going to hit with a lot of those kind of questions. And the investors are also going to be like, hey, like, hey, look, sales are like down like, you know, 20, oh, yeah. 30%. You know, this year compared, like, what's next? Like, I know you guys got Tears of the Kingdom coming up, and that's going to help, but, you know, Pikmin's coming, got it, but, you know, like, what else? You know, so they're definitely going to have to, something's going to, they're going to have to say something, you know? Yeah, that's that's why I said they'll get grilled, and I assume they'll say something about the future Mm -hmm. in some way. Even if they hint towards it a little bit, that'd be enough to to at least have 20-some-odd YouTube videos pop up the next day. (laughs) So... We'll see. That's that's I assume the next thing I'd look towards unless Nintendo decided to randomly just I don't know, announce it for some reason. I would say that's probably the next stop for any substantial news from Nintendo with with the future in mind. But who knows? Posts pop up on 4chan all the time. So, there you go. <laughs> Evan, we have a Discord question over there. If you could alter history and cause one canceled console to come out, which one would it be? The Amico. <laughs> Because <laughs> I've got game, but dude, I've got physical products. Oh here. no, you bought the games. Oh, you no. got a game? No, What's no, no. What's inside no. there? I, th- this was given to me as a gift. Um, uh, okay. Uh, I, dude, it's sealed. I ain't opening this up. No way. Oh, okay. It's gonna be worth something one day. So I want, is there actually I, a game inside there? Is there like yeah. a physical cartridge? No, no. It's an RFID. <laughs> you tap it on the console, and apparently it takes you to a website where you can digitally download the game or something. Wow. Damn. Sounds, yeah. sounds sounds easy for the parents to figure out. Well, I just need I just need the console to play those games. Mm. That's what I Even want. though the console came out, the Neo Geo, the one that came out, I think through GameStop specifically, that got canceled after the first two game packs came out because they found out you oh, could just put whatever on it. The handheld Neo Geo thing? Well, no, it was handheld and you could plug it in to yeah, what looked I, like a Neo have, Geo. To, yeah, I, I, w- I wish that kept going. I wish that mm. kept going past the two. Like, that would have been cool. I like to assume there was a Dreamcast 2 in development somewhere and they just had to cancel it. Probably. Yes, that would be the thing. I don't know if that was ever... There was some rumors that popped up about a Dreamcast 2, but I don't think it was ever real. But yeah, if that thing was ever... Or even like that... Remember that Phantom System? Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do the remember. Phantom, Phantom System, System, which was... It was supposed to be like PC console gaming, you know? Yeah. I think someone has one that's done a video on it or something. Yes. I, I got to dig that up somewhere because, yeah, that's interesting to me. Yeah, that was the early Phantom 2000s. I remember it was like at E3 and everything. Like, they, it was like a silver, cool-looking, for the time, cool-looking box. Uh, and I was like, oh, so I remember, what was I doing back then? I remember I was working, like, fast food or something. I remember seeing it, and I was like, whoa, this is cool. We had the internet there. Joel in the chat was saying uh, I'd take a... PS Vita 2. I would take a PS Vita 2. Yeah, why not? Let me take a look at some of the super chats here. Geeky Gaming Family says, have any of y'all watched the Psychonauts 2 development documentary series from Double Fine? It is really interesting and was recorded over seven years. Yeah, it's like a ridiculous amount of episodes and time to watch that. I did check the the first episode, just see the quality. It's pretty good. So it's just, it's like an entire season to watch it's 30 some odd episodes it, it's a lot I, I i've i've watched the whole thing i'm not gonna uh, it took me about two weeks of 
basically i just watched a couple of episodes a night and got through mm-hmm. it it's a lot it, yeah you're right john it's um it's a really really good insight on how game development is done and just the ups and downs like after seven years you know and that was during pandemic as well and um this is before they were acquired by microsoft and they were indie studio and they were looking for money and they you know there were times where they basically had nothing they had, they had no money and they needed money and stuff like that so it's it's a really really good 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 okay, uh, I, gotta, I gotta check it i gotta check it out yeah. yeah it is yep it shows the 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 rough side of game development i guess not all the yeah. glory and stuff when when the game comes out and people are all excited about it I, I think at this point we all know that game development is like ass like a lot of the time. <laughs> like I think it's it's I mean it can be fun. I know MG, I know it can be fun, but like there's a, so many negatives, man. Like I think we can all see that at this point. Well, now with Twitter it's, and with, it's just it's just hard. I think people yeah. don't, I think I don't think people realize how hard it is to yeah. Even from a budgeting standpoint, it seems like most people who've even been in the game for a while don't know how much money's going oh, to be yeah, needed yeah. going well, into things. Yeah. That that was the whole thing with uh, Mighty Number no. Nine was they thought they had enough yeah. and then they just didn't have enough. <laughs> Well, budget, budgeting and estimating is probably the hardest yeah. thing and it's not just in the game industry it's in any industry like and, yeah. trying yeah. to trying to estimate time and money and resources is one of the most difficult things you can do and if you get it wrong you you've already put your project in jeopardy yeah. you know you can be in big trouble hell yeah. I, I did it i did used to do for car like for car like rental cars dude you would think that oh we're gonna have this much it's like nope somebody keeps a car too long or something else happens it completely throws can throw everything into disarray or you don't get a couple cars back or you don't have the money to buy certain ones man it's just nuts so i can only imagine like video game development is probably even like 10 times worse than that you know or like a lot yeah. worse than even budgeting for like cars you know yeah plus you got a publisher involved as well so you know you're mm-hmm. working you're working on your game and you, you you know you think everything's cool then you show it to the publisher and basically it's on them to to take a look at it and hopefully yeah. approve what you've done and we've seen we've seen stories where that hasn't happened like uh, with aspire remember when they were they showed off uh, what they were working on um and they basically had to start over and and scrap whatever they were doing and what was the game the the star wars game they were doing uh the knights of the old republic remake or something like that yeah. that didn't Ooh. didn't show very well no. even, and they, even just, they just game. took it away from him yeah i think they were uh, shocked at how expensive that slice was <laughs> what was that one game i watched it to, um alpha protocol you guys remember that game Oh yeah. yeah. They, they showed it to oh Sega and Sega was like, no. <laughs> we don't like this. What the hell we wanted like Metal Gear or something like that. Like you guys showed us like a like, linear experience. No, make the, something else. The dude, the the God of War um documentary, Raising yeah. Kratos, where they show it to Yoshida and he's just like, What the, <laughs> just, what the, yeah. the fuck is this? This is garbage. You know? Like oh, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Making yeah. games is hard. Like shipping a game is and OJ, I think you know you, you 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 know the question you asked about why i think when you you know the, your game comes out everything just is good you know and i think mm-hmm. yeah. everyone's looking for that that adrenaline rush when your game finally ships and then you know it's misery for the next couple of years until the next game comes out <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's cool right. like once it's done you know yeah. i almost kind of treat it like you know i don't know like playing football or something like it sometimes it sucks like all the training that you got to do but then once yeah. the game like once the game day comes around or like soccer john like when you play it's like yeah you got to run you got to do all this it sucks but once game time comes around that's like the vindication like okay hey yeah here's the fun part you know yeah rasper says youtuber high tech low life recently lamented pc not getting collector's edition could diablo 4's model let people buy the version they want and shift more money to devs from platform holders 
like buy the version they want and shift more money to devs from platform holders. Well, first off, the 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 publisher would take the money. Uh, yeah. Collector's editions. PC has been weird because it, obviously it's basically all digital now. I was shocked when I saw physical copies of a game at Best Buy, like Ghostwire Tokyo. So, I mean, Evan, do you are you, have you ever really been interested in a collector's edition on PC before that's physical? Occasionally, when I bought ones that I've actually looked for, it's always specific items from already existing special editions. I just get them off of eBay or Amazon for way cheaper than the full box set. But I mean, we we've already seen kind of with consoles, uh, like the Horizon special edition didn't even have the game with it. Like it was just like yep. the, the stuff. So like special editions might just be moving to that point of like you can buy the game and then for this much extra, you can get Dude, all this cool extra. Did it for Mass Effect as well? Yeah. So Oct- like Octopath Traveler two special edition, it does not have the game in there. Yeah. So I feel like at some point the companies are just going to release like the if you're a super fan box and then that's yeah. you just buy wherever you want. EJ says you're a sucker if you click on these types of videos. This is the fourth one Spawnwave has made about the Switch 2 <laughs> in the last week and it's annoying. Hey, hey. I got a video tomorrow coming out for the PS Vita TV, okay? Ooh. So that, Ooh. that seems like a good video to click that that's 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 not uh, well, is there info for the Switch that, right? 2 in there? I I oh. might have to put it in there. I don't know. <laughs> that's the end. Just at the end. Just say it out loud. <laughs> Seems like a good one right there to, to check out. So we'll you know we'll we'll, we'll see how that does. Uh, also, I I got I got to pump up the next gen Switch numbers. Uh, they they made a good point. I don't I, not not at ten no, percent. We we got to call for a boycott. Got to pump <laughs> pump the numbers. <laughs> we want to pump the numbers up. <laughs> Uh, Ghost says, question for OJ. Do you think the Switch 2 rumors will help push the hardware up in sales when the console drops? Personally, I take the PS5 over. Do you think the Switch 2 rumors will help push the hardware up in the sales when the PS5 drops? I don't know about rumors, I mean, but the boycott that's going to come will be. The boycott, <laughs> yeah. The, the boycott. I mean, a system sells based off of what content that you have. So that's how good a system sells, not rumors and not all that. So when the system launches, does it have something compelling? Well, if it does, then it's going to do really well, usually. Um, the big fans always buy the system usually right there. But um, in terms of how sales go on, like if you have Zelda or if you have Mario Kart, then it's going to sell incredibly well. It's probably going to do better than most of the systems that are currently out since its launch. So I mean, yeah. that's just kind of how it always works. Look, whenever Nintendo announced it, there's going to be a stupid amount of hype online. Let's yeah. be real. People are really it, excited for it. It, it's yeah. but like how you how the system does in the long run is based on like the content that's released yeah. right so if you have really good compelling content released then it's going to do really good over a long period of time mm-hmm. like that's what the difference between switch and wii u was like wii u did not have enough of it a lot of it was going to 3ds in terms of like games like fire emblem and you know and um animal crossing and pokemon wii u wasn't getting those games it was going to 3ds so 3ds was getting those sales all of the money yeah, yeah, yeah. Switch this time. Switch got those games. They announced the Fire Emblem game for it before the system even came out. There was a mainline Fire Emblem announced, and there was Mario Kart, and there was going to be Animal. Obviously, Animal Crossing came, and Luigi's Mansion. You know, Luigi's Mansion did not come to Wii U. It came to uh, 3DS. Yeah, yeah yep. and it, that game sold 10 million copies plus on the. And Switch. look at it. Look at it this you know? way. There's not going to be. I don't think there's going to be any questions from third parties when that next system comes out. So you feel like. Bandai Namco, who is on their back foot all gen, are gonna be like, we're we're there day one, you know. All yeah, these, all these, all these no questions from Jap- from Japanese third party. Hey, Mike, <laughs> hey, Microsoft, be their Call of Duty apparently right right away. So well, they have to, with the gun to the back yeah. of their head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Force. <Six>, ten years. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is from Paleo says the new dinosaur sweet 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 hey help me help me out help help me out here Jordan the new sweet Pokemon thank you paradox one walking wake is a new favorite Pokemon for me what are your favorite paradox Pokemon from Scarlet and Violet I'm gonna leave this to Jordan um (laughs) I like the uh the Scarlet version of a Dawn fan forget the name okay. of what it was called but that one probably one of my favorite designs but i do like uh i do like the new suicune a lot as well i think it is pretty cool 22 says love the spawncast show and crew i sold off my fourteen thousand dollar dreamcast collection today and wow. no it wasn't because of rg85 i've been planning this for almost two months keep up the great content 14k wow. like that must that. Been a sweet collection yes <laughs> Sega, I Sega, like... needs, Sega needs to drop that dreamcast mini to make up for it Let's go. Yeah. Oh, hey man. Hey. I'm I'm all about people taking that physical and turning it into cash. So hey, congrats on that one, man. 14k. I'm, that's a nice nice chunk Dreamcast of change. Dreamcast I'm there day one Dreamcast Mini. Come on, Sega, make it make it happen. Jack says, John, would you be interested in doing a video on the PS Vita USB C mod by Oxel? Uh they are a bought they're bought to sell out. I'd love to see you attempt it. Yeah, yeah, I would I would try that. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the big things that the Vita needs is to go to USB C. So I would I would absolutely try that. Uh, Xbox Lost PlayStation 1 says Xbox's only hope is to remake Halo Infinite in the Carbon Engine. Hmm. Yes, I met a wonderful uh, African American today who adores Dragon Ball Z. I think that was going to be for Sean. <laughs> Not wrong. Uh, Louis says, Is it safe to say we should give up on Scarlet and Violet ever looking or performing any better? Maybe on the new Switch next year. Maybe that's been the patch all along, is the new hardware. <laughs> Maybe. The patch was the friends we made. Hey, if they have that patch for the next system, then I would assume it'll be 30 frames per second at least. I don't know. The the thing is, I mean, they said graphics patch. They said yeah, it did say graphics, so it'll make it look better. Should look better, yeah. And the thing that MG is correct is when you overclock the switch, it seems to smooth out a little. Is the frame rate issues? So I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll maybe they'll overclock the switch. (laughs) It's hard to say because Game Freak has to start working on the next Pokemon game now. So they're like always Legends. behind the eight ball. Legends. They got to start working on that Legends game. And or, that or one. Oh, game. man. And they got to they gotta organize and get together remakes and probably Mystery Dungeon with uh, the other studios. And uh, we'll see. <laughs> uh, uh, Kin says, hey, Spawn Wave, may you uh, please ask Player Essence if he can do the Thug Shaker. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. What is that? About. I don't know. I'm not I don't know what Google Shaker is. I've never said I've done anything like that. I think he's just trying to be like Loki, like Loki racist, but it's all good. Maybe. <laughs> okay. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay to grow up without your father. It's fine. Enigmatic says, OJ, I've never played any Fire Emblem and was able to get Path of Radiance. Should I wait to play the GBA games first? Also, opinions on Parasite Eve. Wait, oh, Parasite Eve rules. Personally, I've never really played good. any. Fi- oh, was ne- never able to play any Fire Emblem and was able to get Path of Radiance. Should I p- wait to play the GBA games before Path of Radiance? No, you don't have to wait to play the GBA games because there's there's two of them and those ones are connected, but they don't have any connection like that to Path of Radiance. Path of Radiance is a new character, new characters, new area, new stuff, new everything. A lot of the Fire Emblem games aren't connected like story wise. 
they're just they're just not, and they even take place in different worlds some of them are connected on the same continent like in a different like area but a lot of them are literally a whole separate like whole separate ass world so you don't have to worry about story connections and all that with with that like you can go into it like with only just a few of them like let's say like Fire Emblem 4 or whatever, like the first Fire Emblem and then like the third Fire Emblem, right? Like those are like Marth, mm -hmm. Marth is in there or like Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn. Okay, Ike and then Makai, they're like the same same character. So like, yeah, that one you have to, there's certain ones, but not with Path of Radiance. You can, it's it's Ike's first game. It's the first game on GameCube. You can just play that and be just fine. Christopher asks, when is your panel at Too Many Games? I'm actually not sure yet, Christopher. They, I think they're still lining up any kind of panels or stuff. So I'll talk about it whenever we get, figure any of that out. Uh, Scott says thoughts on Xbox series remote play. I've used it twice and I have not used it recently, but when I did, it worked well enough through the local network. Callan Shaw says now that we've seen this naming pattern, what do you think the odds are they call next gen switch plus plus one thing plus <laughs> isn't plus enough. Oh, I, they got to play it. Hey, this is, this is where they play it safe. Name it something basic. <laughs> you don't have to get crazy with it. you don't need two pluses on it that's the pokemon company that wasn't yeah. <laughs> otherwise they would have just called it switch plus the, the plus OLED. plus that is amazing switch oled plus switch oled plus the super switch super switch oled plus g-man sir says bring back fat john that's he's he's, he's probably staying away for a while so don't bring back fat john bring a fat john do not bring back fat john <laughs> I have to go through thumbnails for my videos. <laughs> so sometimes, occasionally, I don't know why YouTube will recommend like a spawn wave video from like 2018 <laughs> or something, up. and I'm like, "Damn, man!" Yeah, don't bring back that. Yeah, don't bring back that. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's talk about let's talk about Square Enix. They had a lot of a lot of stuff happening this like a lot of stuff happening this week they thought that the final fantasy 16 stuff they had luminous productions for spoken shake up at the top for the leadership oh it's all over the place we can i guess we can start with something that's more positive to a degree final fantasy 16 with the previews that went out people got to play it they flew in and, and got to hang out with the people who made the game interviews went up all over the place with uh, some surprising information, I think. But uh, first off, Final Fantasy 16. How, how do we? How are we feeling about this game? Because we're 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 at a three three and a half months out from it now. Getting yeah. close. Graphically, it looks great. Like graphics wise, a little dark in some areas. I don't know if that was just whatever they were using, but overall, it looks really cool. The combat looks flashy. It looks. Looks dope. Looks like it's going to be a really cool, serious, you know, hardcore RPG. So that was like my first impression, you know, of it was that it looks looks really cool. I don't want to watch too much though, because I don't want to be spoiled. It's like there's like a lot of footage, so I didn't watch everything, but I watched enough to kind of get like the gist of like what they were aiming for. Obviously, the Devil May Cry influences you can see it instantly, you know, like <laughs> in terms of the game. Uh, so yeah, I thought it, I thought it looked cool. I thought it looked uh, it looked good. Um, graphically, like I said, it looks dope. So I'm looking forward to um, seeing everything else, like with the mechanics and stuff like that. Like uh, you know, you got a dog, and a dog rolls with you the whole time. Vis visually speaking, it, it is very impressive looking yeah. uh, because they have that shot where it goes from a cinematic right into gameplay, and you can barely see where it cuts at all. Like 
it, it looks really good even over stream quality so i assume when you get that in front of you natively playing on the ps5 on like the big oled it, it will actually look like a next gen game so we're, we're there i think with this one in particular from square enix and uh the the final fantasy 14 team i think the the thing that's really gotten people a bit here is the combat because it is very much real time and very much like uh what we're devil may cry is what's kind of been brought up yeah it's very much devil may cry which is like i said i think the problem i guess for some people because that was like the big controversy i know dreamcast guy made a video on it he's not here to talk about it but um i don't think that there's a problem with them trying to do something different with the combat i just think that you know traditional fans are like okay well this isn't even final fantasy anymore you know like this is not even like is this is not final fantasy this is just something completely different and they've they've done almost nothing outside of like little little smaller things like bravely default or octopath to or you can talk about dragon quest but that's a different franchise but you know to do in terms of like that traditional you know final fantasy gameplay experience so i think that fans are a little upset with that i think that if they would have made something else you know um in final fantasy that was more traditional and stuff and then they also had this i think it would have been just fine but the fact that you know it's just this is what we've got and this is what we've been getting they even took final fantasy 7 and turned that into you know action rpg although it's yep. more you know but they're, they're taking everything and they're not going back to any of the roots when it comes down to it like so they even took that and turned it into something else like act more action so i think that's just the issue people are a little upset that there isn't any super high quality final fantasy that plays a little bit more into the traditional um like old school final fantasies made modern um but in terms of just the game itself it looks i mean it looks like it's going to be great like it looks like it's going to be really cool and i like what you said about the uh, like the first like truly like next generation i guess if you're going to call it that uh, graphically and all that it looks looks great in that sense um couple things i don't like like with the you know not having set party members how they're revolving i'm not mm -hmm. a fan of revolving party members i like to have like my party members you know um set i didn't like that in ff7 remake <laughs> like where guys would just be disappearing for half the game and stuff so well i'm not a huge fan of that but at least you get to keep the dog so it kind of reminds me of like secret or evermore you know like where you're like Dude, i love that game that yeah, game that is game so good was, yeah it was really good back in the day i remember playing me and my brother used to play it all the time eat that on the nso yeah, your dog would evolve as you go to different places. Your dog would change, um, and it was really cool. It was really cool. Um, so it kind of reminds me of that. Um, so I like that. You got you got a you know leveling up doggo that stays with you the whole time. So and the voice acting is incredible. Like oh my goodness, like the voice acting with that one lady, like the blonde chick, like that was super good. So like everything's really really high quality with the game, you know. So they do have they have other characters that will kind of evolve over time, but yeah, they are focusing primarily on Clive as like the main yeah. character that they're gonna follow. Uh, they have the big icons, which look pretty cool. Cause they have those battles where it looked ridiculous. Like it, it was like mm -hmm. the big kaiju fights almost going on, and they had all those camera angles snapping all over the place and looked super over the top. So when you when you summon down Ifrit and all of this, and they just start clashing. I, that, I think there's gonna be some really cool set pieces in there, and the fact that they get to push it to a mature rating with a very talented team behind it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this lines up as being the, I can't really say, I don't know, maybe the revival of Final Fantasy a bit. Cause they, right. they had, they kind of admit, hey, Final Fantasy struggling. It's, it's a bit of a revival. It's a little bit, I mean, I don't, you know, sales wise, I don't know because you know, the last one Final Fantasy 15 sold incredibly well 
um and it was on multiple platforms um but you know this one i think in terms of just like metacritic wise or just like reviews wise yeah i think it's going to be the best reviewed final fantasy game major final fantasy game that we've gotten since probably not i'm not counting final fantasy 14 i'm not counting that um probably since like final fantasy 12 you know i started playing because I, I going into this game I, I i realized that a lot of the team was like behind final fantasy 14 obviously with yoshi p at the top of it and i started playing final fantasy 14 that is the most final fantasy game i think i've ever played the story the characters the world around it as they're explaining it to you i'm like this i don't know it just seems like people who have missed final fantasy for the last two decades just need to go play final fantasy 14 if they haven't yet i know it's like an mmo but MMO, yeah, that's the problem dude i'm looking at this thing I'm, this this is like i understand why now as i've gone through it dude one night i start i started playing it right and i'm like all right let me check this out i look down and it's like i had missing time it was like five hours later I was like, what happened <laughs> it was that mmo thing evan where it, at one point we got really into this is a long time ago one mmo we flew around in ships. I swear one night we played that for like six hours straight. And I didn't realize it. Which so I had to kind of stop for a minute. And I'm like, all right, what happened with this game? Um, but it is, it does have that mindset of reminding you that it's Final Fantasy in a world that is highly addictive. With, oh, with uh, That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, oh. this dude, I don't know. This, it's high quality. The story you can play by yourself completely all the way through. And things are actually happening that seem substantial even early on. And I didn't get any expansion yet. So I'm like, this... I get it. I understand why this is the team behind Final Fantasy 16 and why they just backed the truck up for them to make it. Uh, so it's hey, if people miss it, and it's it's basically kind of turn it's turn based, right? It's like that MMO style. Hey, you like Xenoblade? Pfft, there you go. You're right in there. Final Fantasy 14 has that MMO combat. I actually think you would like it, OJ. To be honest, I'm I know it's like a, the always online thing, but yeah, I'm just not an MMO guy. Like, I think I'd probably like it, yeah, because it looks dope. I'm just, I just not a fan of MMOs. Every, I don't every know. When people talk about it, it just sounds like a single player you game game that you play when you walk into yeah. town. And you'll see other people, and you're like, oh yeah, this is an MMO, and then you just walk they, back out of the town. They had they say you can do it with like you know you can play through it multiplayer and all that, but I mean I was just playing single player i didn't really match up with anyone else i was just going through it i'm like oh okay cool this is this is good so i i it sounds like there's a lot there i'm probably never going to get to it all but i understand i understand the final fantasy 14 love now after seeing it so them going to this i, I feel like they're just bringing a lot of what they learned over the past several years and apparently this is odd it's not using unreal engine I, hmm. I don't know if that surprised that. you, MVG, because they had yeah. talked about playing around with Unreal Engine, but people are theorizing now it's using like a new Crystalworks hmm. engine, which is what they use for Final Fantasy 14. That's I the theory. Know. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I, I just assumed they're using Unreal Engine for it. So it'll be cool, interesting to see how that performs when it comes out. Yeah, that, uh, they said that there's going to be a 60 FPS mode in this, and I'm sure like Digital Foundry and all of them will really look into it. But yep. it's uh, that surprised everyone that it's not on Unreal Engine, uh, which will play into, I think, some of the talk about Luminous Productions here in a little bit. So what they didn't say what engine it's on, right? They didn't no, just... they wouldn't. I don't think th maybe they don't have a name for it or they haven't mm. officially named it publicly. Yeah. 
because there might still be talks about what they're going to do with it in the background. But I, I think it does play into what happened to Luminous Productions, which we'll, we'll get into here in a minute. We ain't giving Unreal nothing. This game's going to sell like crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm thinking. But they also might have been f- familiar with Crystalworks because they've used it for so long. They're like, we can we can build on this and and modernize it and make it more like for a single player game and do all this. And I, hey, Square was probably like, well, it's either this unreal or the luminous engine and you you go ahead and do that <laughs> we we trust you guys with all this stuff so that's a hey, 16 is looking good um i'm really excited for it. i know there's the big back and forth about it has to be turn-based and straight up and i i assume people are talking about it has to be like i guess final fantasy 10 well, that, that's the last time we really had a straight up you control all the party members well, turn-based even like ff third like a evolving active time battle you know even something like that would have yeah. been um but you just control the one character in 13. yeah but if i think in 13 too you can switch character you can switch the control if i'm not correct i don't yeah. remember um but, but like I, I think that like even like atb because atb has been done multiple times in final fantasy games so like mm-hmm. if there was something that's high quality and like you know atb based mm-hmm. like let's just say it was just an off game let's just say it was a high-end switch game or something and they also ported to other systems they've done like world of final fantasy they do bravely default they do something like that but final the name final fantasy and high-end not like chibi not like hd2d not like weird ripoff of pokemon right but like something like that if there was something like that that came out like two years ago or something i honestly think this would have just this would have never even came out it was just the fact that there isn't anything like that like people see pokemon company you know like pokemon legends right and regular pokemon people see monster hunter rise and they also see monster hunter stories too like it's a turn-based high quality turn-based rpg you know like in the monster hunter universe like and they sold over a million units and nobody plays monster hunter for a turn-based rpg so the fact that square enix hasn't split that at this point right to satisfy those fans is, i think where some of those i mean heck i've talked about it multiple times but where other people have also agreed i've had super Final Fantasy people say, yeah, that would have been a good idea, you know, like to just have kind of both. But I square I think Square Enix approach is well, we have Bravely Default, we have Final Fantasy 14, we have uh Octopath. Play those. You know, I think that's been their approach instead of making it. But I, I think it would have maybe been ideal to make a high-end, like ATB based Final Fantasy game that's not as quite as, you know, graphics and all that like this one and as big of an investment, but still something on the level of like a Monster Hunter Stories 2. I mm. think that would have okay. been, yeah, I, I think nobody would have complained at all. I think that would have been, that would have been great, you know? I at think least it wouldn't have been as bad, at least. I don't think it would have been. I, I think that's a great strategy for Square in general because they just need to triple down on Final Fantasy and just, just, yeah. keep, just keep doing a lot of Final <laughs> Fantasy stuff. So, yeah, why not do a separate one that maybe even, maybe 16 is really successful, like how you know, seven has been for them, or even you can even say 15 because they did a lot of expansion content for that. And they just continue building in that world with spinoff games and do all these things and play they around the battle to. system. And... I mean, they they, they kind of used to a little bit. Yeah. Like they're just servers and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, they had Crisis Core and obviously that was good. And there's PSP at this point. So, and they have the new final, I mean, they have another Final Fantasy game coming, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I think they're 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 trying, but there's no reason why Square Enix, and that's why there's a shakeup. There's no reason why Square Enix shouldn't be more successful than they are. They have these incredible IPs. They have all this stuff. Final Fantasy should not be something where like, oh yeah, it sold five million. Don't get me wrong, five million is fantastic, you know. But Final Fantasy is so much like the name. It's it's so much better than that, you know. 
Like I it's think they're so looking much for, better. Than I think they're looking for a 10 million minimum for 16. Oh, yeah. like, it has oh, yeah. to outsell 15 or there's a problem. Which so. is going to be hard because it's only on PS5. And is there going to be bundles? you know for it, oh i like, think i think sony will go all out marketing yeah, it yeah. and it, that's the thing when square pairs up with a platform holder to help them market mm-hmm. they they do much better than when it's just them because yeah. they octopath yes. traveler 2 and them was like okay yeah, they, uh, i don't think they even cared too much they, i think they're yeah. just like uh, they were playing with house money on that one because the the hd 2d games make way more wait like they release them almost every year you know and they speaking all sell of, really well speaking of leadership oj did mention that matsuda is stepping down and is apparently they're going to vote on this but will be succeeded by the current company director takashi kiru and they are kind of new to square enix in 2020 they came aboard there so it was a little surprising i think to see that but then you kind of look at square enix and go well they they haven't had a good run of things recently they sold off a lot of their western division now they're definitely i would say trying to become a more efficient clean running sometimes um i mean you know the 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 general consensus is you know you we kind of promote people that have been around for a long time to those positions but in some instances, then there's probably a mindset of we need to bring someone outside in to, you know, just to really get us back on track. So I think maybe that's the the plan here. Someone that's, I mean, he's still been with the company for a couple of years, but he's still relatively new compared to some of the OGs that are still there, right? So I, I think maybe that's the plan for them to, you know, bring someone in that's that's fairly, you know, green still, but knows business well enough to really try to get the get the train back on track yeah and uh, make him successful again maybe they'll go all in on the on this on this on the final fan stuff they did people were mentioning that he appeared to come from a background that was really in the nfts but to my understanding looking at it it was a pr company that appeared to do a lot of discussion around nfts which at that time they were on the rise so eh, yeah, i mean like I, we gotta I, see i i get the whole nft stuff guys but that's not square enix's problem like nfts aren't the problem with square enix even if they do more and if that's not the problem like it's really not so i get it and i understand like i'm like you jump up with that but like last year let's look at valkyrie elysium you bring that back how was the quality of that game it was i didn't have a damn thing to do with (laughs) nfts okay so it's like you know deal field was good but you didn't market the game at all what about neo what about neo 20 you guys didn't market the game at all like there's good stuff and then it's sprinkled in like they they release a ton of things and there's issues across the board so pointing the finger at nfts and say oh that doesn't help valkyrie elise like what about that game kinda, being it better it kind of feels know? like maybe they were just uh, those felt like they just got pushed out the door and i almost yeah. wonder if it's just because Mitsuda was like hey i'm out next year let's just get this stuff out and then they can kind of start not necessarily like, fresh but start with like a kind of a clean slate in front of them for releasing games yeah to me it, it doesn't make sense to bring back some of these classic franchises and they're like not good like i said like doc really like i can't believe that game wasn't better you know if you're not going to do like the traditional gameplay that's fine but then you release that and like in that state you know so to me that was just like a miss right it was like just such a market. boring it was just such a boring game i don't know what to say it. yeah it, was, it looked okay bland. at times but it was just yeah just very bland so i mean that doesn't like i get it that doesn't like i get the nft stuff but that doesn't fix some of the things and some of the issues deal so was good but nobody yeah. knew about that i mean masu's been talking about nfts for it feels like forever now so it's, yeah. it's not like that's all of a sudden gonna pop up he's been like 
all about this stuff. So there are knows? games that they're releasing. Final Fantasy is not that NFTs have nothing to do with FF7 remake not selling on a hundred, selling uh, you know ten million copies on a hundred something million install base. If you count the PS4 and the PS5 and PC, that that needs to do better. This is just business wise, right? So that doesn't stop those games from doing better. So they need to get somebody in there that can make these games do better and perform up to what they know they can perform. I mean, DFL was on DFL was on everything. I was on yeah. the Xbox, the Switch. It even went to the Xbox One, and we need to see how like uh, a lot of. Uh, Japanese developers and publishers will tend to just go PlayStation Switch, and that's kind of it. I mean, that went everywhere. They put it on as much as they could. We haven't heard a peep about how the game performed or anything. Yeah. So they need to just, like I said, oh, this is Jeff a brought up Babylon's Fall. That's another yeah. good one. Yeah. yeah, Babylon's Fall. That wasn't it. Obviously, that was a huge how issue. How much money I mean, they lose on the Avengers? Yeah, Avengers, that nothing to do with NFTs, man. Like, so like, I, I get it. I, I understand people saying that, but that's not the problem. You're releasing games and they're underperforming, 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 not marketing, not marketing. Like, nah, you got to fix that, you know? And if NFTs start coming into the fray and start actually affecting the games that are coming out, then I see it. But right now, they got to fix the fundamental problems, you know, that they have. That's it. Stock has nothing to do with NFTs, you know? Speaking of square enix and uh the luminous productions they are folding into square enix another problem <laughs> may yeah may 1st they are folding in and that means that they lasted five years actually because they formed after like as final fantasy 15 was being created they kind of just formed together from all the different divisions i think division two was like the main one they came from they just acquire all this talent that was mostly focusing on luminous engine that they just eh, we'll just make a external development studio company and you guys do that and you do other media and then they said nope now you're just doing games now i assume they were gonna try to use the luminous engine for a movie or something like they did with that spirits within <laughs> media where they they kind of it kind of still look like a cutscene in a video game all the way through right but not the case they are going to complete any other prior obligations for with for spoken which includes dlc for some reason and that's kind of it they're folding into square enix i they're going to basically disband and go where they're needed within the company and i guess just mostly run support and help out with other hd game projects and that's square's biggest thing is it will help us create better hd games in the future with that talent now yeah. being kind of spread out rather than focusing and working on forspoken which that was a lot of money on forspoken that was their project as once they formed apparently they were conceptualizing for spoken and that that was it they were of course doing fun as 15 but they finished that up they did have that shake up at the top where tabata left and then all the dlc got canceled for most of it and then they were all on board for spoken so in a way yes for spoken technically was uh was probably it the last say, just say it it tanked, <laughs> it, it tanked the studio it did hey we've, we've talked about this before remember we talked about the callisto protocol and nate was like if that was any other studio that might have that might have been it if they didn't have that publisher behind them i mean here's another example of these games being expensive they don't hit all right <laughs> that's that <laughs> we're, we're disbanding you guys how cheap can I get that game for? I, I actually want to pick it up and play because I, I think it's interesting enough for me to want to check it out. But oh, I think I, Square I is going to fire sale that it, thing by the end. I of the played order. it quite a bit, and is it the combat, yet? The, the combat's <laughs> good. The combat's actually fun, 
it's some of the dialogue whatever you dialogue, know but the combat like a lot of the world around it like there's a lot of if weird it, instances of just invisible walls and stuff if it wasn't an open world game i think it could have been better if they just made it more of a linear focused experience yeah. that's a game that felt like they wanted it to be open world so they could try to show the engine off like that game was made to show the engine further and try to sell it outside of maybe game. i don't like know super, it's weird the, the open world's like super empty but mvg yeah. for like 30 40 bucks i think it's a good pickup for that price yeah yeah yep. it's it's an interesting idea for some of the concepts in the game like oj mentioned with with the combat and all this mm -hmm. and it, it, the story is is all right i think but it's just it's forgettable at this like all the stuff happening now in games i'm gonna i'm gonna forget probably that for spoken even came out by the time we get to the end of the year and we're talking about game of the year nominations and stuff i mean oh, not yeah. that i don't think anyone's really gonna bring up for spoken but it's <laughs> uh it's a game that is probably gonna fly under the radar years from now and we just forget about it unless someone brings it up in some random obscure trivia or something um but yeah that enough to yeah take out luminous productions mm. so that had nothing to do with nfts either so like they <laughs> so they need to look, look at all these look at all these instances that we're bringing up man like you can't just be dumping money into all this and it not working you know like you know what i i also wonder if the the development on final fantasy 16 made them very comfortable just basically getting away from that luminous engine i don't know what they do with the luminous engine now is that it it's over for that now like why would they use it if they have this engine that seems well, to be working really well for final fantasy 16 it should combine it with the carbon engine and make something that'll just see there we go right, now we're talking <laughs> let's not dilute the brand come on we're not we're not combining dude, anything that's the thing you'll see with uh for spoken dude that luminous engine just it's still just not good <laughs> in terms of performance or even the visuals i'm playing i'm like this doesn't make sense like the the game doesn't look good enough to warrant the performance issues that it has it's very weird so yeah. unfortunate unfortunate for the for the teams i know they were, yeah. were looking forward to the launch of forest Spoken, but they made some key mistakes with the with that game they made some key mistakes that you don't make yeah maybe they got enough money from sony with the timed exclusivity to kind of make up for it and yeah just, I, you know what we we tried all right let's go <laughs> i don't think it's i don't think they're like that bummed about it the chick who played it, she got her money everybody got their money but obviously the game's not going to be i mean it did okay in the npd but i think it fell off after that so well i'll be curious if they name this engine that they seem to have created from that crystal their, their crystal work stuff and uh crystal tools see if they have a name for it and they just run with it from now on because if they have their own engine they don't have to pay unreal or epic for although i think what final fantasy the remake series is that's basically locked in unreal at this point and that didn't sell enough for them i think i was like that struggled to get over five million so i think a lot's riding on 16 um but i think it'll do well we'll see yep that's it for luminous engine or luminous and probably the engine a good five-year run there but really one project with Forspoken. And we have Discord question over there. Oh yeah, we still got a couple. Do you okay. think we'll see a remake of Rayman 2 for the N64? Oh, interesting. I, yeah, hmm. nowhere. I mean, I, I always say yes to, to, to new games. So yes. Ubisoft is, uh, they got their own Maybe problems. The I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they're sitting around the corporate bill, like the corporate table, like, you know what? Rayman 2. That, that's a little, but, I would like it. Sure, why not? That'd be fun. What is it? Rayman Two. That's it. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I, We're hey, saying, you know, 
<laughs> I would like it just for fun because why not? I don't think it would cost them a ton of money to do it or anything, but I mean, they're trying to get this, uh, they're trying to get Sands of Time remake. They got to get Sands of Time remake done before like just disaster strikes at Ubisoft in terms of canceling games and all of this. They got to get that game out. I need that. I need that to come back. Why was the Xbox PS2 GameCube generation so short? Ooh. Yeah, because the Xbox technically was only around for, what, four years before the 360 came out? I think it has to do with the timing around HD televisions because if you recall, it was just just before, um, you know, 720p HD uh, LCD flat screens were coming out. I mean, they were, they were around, but... The, those systems that era um were not i guess the xbox and I, I think all the system actually had component cables so you could get like at least 480p and the xbox had 720p and 1080i and i think this the ps2 had 1080i or something 1080i. but it was just before that period of like you know hd tvs as a common thing in the house so i felt like you know it was just a shift to to move to hd at that point i feel like the ps2 still got a good like six six years out of it still oh yeah yeah i mean was, none of them none of them oh, like a just disappeared other than the dreamcast of course i mean i think because because the ps2 dropped in japan early 2000 and then it ran all the way until 2006 for the ps they almost got seven years out of that before the next system came out and then obviously i think just kept going but yeah, yeah I, it was mike microsoft really wanted that early jump in 05 and yeah, kind of yeah. the issue hd visuals yes 720p visuals we'll say you know and and i think it also coincided with the tvs becoming cheaper because i remember the tvs were too expensive in like 2003 2004 2005 but by 2006 you could get really not really good but you can get 720p monitors i remember i bought a dell 720p for like i think it was like 600 bucks Mm. back in like 2000 when gears of war came out 2006 so I bought it with Gears of War and everything, and that was like, okay, that was affordable, you know, for for that TV at that. It was like nineteen inches, 20, 20 something inches. So I think that, yeah, like I was just saying, they want to coincide with, uh, you know, the HD market, which it was a big thing back then. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, dude, it was exploded. Because it was all about having a console in the living room that did everything. It was playing, play video games, play movies, play DVDs. Mm-hmm. You know, it was supposed yeah. to be a one yeah. one stop solution for all your media. HD yeah. just felt like a step, like a huge map, like even a bigger step than I think now at this point. Like it just felt like a, to me, Gears of War felt like this crazy big step, you know, over yeah. what we got before. And that you needed, you needed that HD TV in order for it to look like that. Like if you didn't have it, wasn't going to look like that. You weren't going to be playing next gen. You know? We're coming from tube TVs. Yeah. That was, that was yeah. a big change. Even if the resolution was still low that generation mm-hmm. and they were upscaling and stuff, it still looked way better than what we're, we were dealing yeah. with for tube. You couldn't read text in dead rising on the tube TV. I remember that you couldn't read the text. If you had an Xbox 360, it was yeah. a whole thing online. Uh, so that was, those are the days, man. Those are the days. Oh yeah. Why are so many AA or AAA console to PC ports arriving with bugs such as poor frame rates? Mm. PC ports? The console to PC, specifically, I guess, because we've been talking about uh, like Wolong and stuff, because they just have issues with frame rates. Uh, the mm. person suggests or asks rather that it's because of the the wide breadth, the plethora of hardware options that PC has that makes it difficult 
for that I mean, kind of maneuver. some of that is, i guess some of that is true because yeah i mean you gotta you know you have to support everything from your minimum um you know hardware specs to the maximum or the ones you recommend i just think in general it, it sounds a little you know sucky to say this but pc games don't get certified you know so they don't you don't submit them i mean you submit them to steam and they'll approve it but like they don't it's not their job to test your game uh, and find um certification issues so i think a lot of the times it's just a matter of well we'll just drop it on steam and patch them uh, as we go it's kind of the wild west um, out there with pc it's a little bit i i, I definitely don't want to you know make make it sound like every studio does that but in order to push a game to steam you know you don't have to submit it for certification i, I think they do some some stuff around the steam deck uh approvals but other than that it's your game and, and if it's full of bugs um then it's on you almost you know unless mm-hmm. unless it does something really bad like you know reformat your operating system <laughs> and, and do bad things which i don't think that's even possible um yeah it, it's really kind of on on the the, the the developer to you know make sure the game is working and yeah i, I just think it has to do with that at the end of the day okay try to tear through the rest of these okay, um we'll go through the rest of those yep. i'm craving more of insomniac spider-man's sweet combat traversal and general gameplay but i have beaten the game and can't wait until the ps5 game what are my options oh gosh like that's like that hey spider-man 2 on the xbox now um like the original one <laughs> that has that kind of large uh... world traversal combat i mean Ooh, go back and play the original prototype. Yeah, you'd have to go old <laughs> with like prototype or um that's a good one. You, you could know, do Arkham C- Arkham City kinda. Arkham City was that was fun. I liked Arkham City. Yeah. You haven't was, played that. I mean, I assume you have if you've played the newer oh, Spider Man. Although who knows? Maybe it was a game on PS2. Uh it's a Hulk game. It's good. Ultimate Sunset Destruction? Overdrive? Ultimate Destruction, yeah. You're thinking Ultimate, Ultimate Destruction. Destruction, but that's yep. too far back, is it? That's too far back. Uh that's original. I don't think they ever made that backwards compatible and probably because of licensing or something whether yeah. that's that's the issue running hey maybe it well no did the xenia xenia do the original xbox or is that just 360 mg uh just the 360 man yep someone's gotta get on that. well that's also on the ps2 it's on the ps2 i saw the yeah, xbox series has infamous a... as well yep. the there we go never the mind infamous yeah well, yeah that, they need to get infamous on the i need an infamous remaster on this one remake or something on the ps5 infamous, at least remaster infamous. and bring them up infamous remake would be incredible if they did that even remaster though just package them together and put it on the ps5 just so we have it oh, that's yeah. another game is just stuck on the ps3 man yep that's annoying <laughs> are there any other nso features you'd like to see added to game boy to the game boy app in addition to the filters mm. and standard rewind and save points i have one request for nso mm. let me turn yep. off those borders that's all yeah. oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> let me turn them off yeah that would be nice i don't i'm still not really sure why they just make you leave them on like if you have an oled screen and you could turn those borders off it, it looks so much better that's all i want i'm not sure why that they, like it stops there i don't know there's, there's gotta be some reason behind the scenes for that I, at least i like to imagine it is uh, otherwise transfer pack link cable support if we get those pokemon games or just things that'll interact and just kind of tie the entire application suite together because they do still feel very separate but if you could have the game boy and the n64 kind of react to each other with those applications I, that could be kind of fun so yeah I, you because they are separate so yeah i would just like one area 
one app. I, they yeah. tried to do it with that um that that little button that you have on the but yeah, it's slower. You, you know yeah. you're going through a web browser. Oh, just yeah. that. It's the closest yeah. thing to a folder they have, and it sucks. That yeah, seems like something they would do when they move to the next system and bring NSO like that app with it, because uh, yeah. it's just emulation anyway. They just make it so they rename it something Nintendo Online. There you go, yeah. and then it's just you go in there and Everything, everything's laid out. Each That's system it. is there. It's actually okay on the. It's it's organized cool on the uh, on the 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 web browser thing, but it's just too slow. That thing's just too slow in general. So yeah, that would be like my one. This is where they get creative though. They make it. Yeah. They here's how they do this. All right, they got Nintendo Online. You go in the application. It's set up like it's your bedroom, and you have all of the cartridges on the shelves, and you can you can <laughs> use your silver coins that you get, and you buy posters and things for the walls, and that you dress it up, and you do all this cool, cool. stuff, and you. Yeah. Tie it together like this little little area that you have with all your cartridges on the shelf. Yeah, they've stuff. tried yeah. this before. Remember, what was it? Uh, oh, I can't. It was on the, the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty where they had that that like that virtual arcade. You'd walk in and you'd walk up to an arcade machine. Yeah, you'd pick up a coin. I can't remember what it was called. Um, I miss it home. Was there's a home. there's a Sega compilation that does this where yeah. you're in a your bedroom and yeah. you have your yeah, stuff on the yeah, shelf. Yeah. But they could do so much more with it just updated throughout an entire generation and it would do the you know improve their engagement and they would have basically achievements because they kind of have achievements now and you get silver coins and that'd be really fun. I don't know. You could buy yeah. old posters that they have the rights to. That, Imagine the that, library of stuff they could pull from. That should be like the number one one of the number one priorities for them you know when it comes down in like really good integration of the nso like not this it seems like it was added obviously it was added on later right yeah. it was it was not thought yeah. from the very beginning it seemed like yeah they wanted to do it but they didn't have what they needed yet so yeah that integration needs to be a lot sexier it needs to be a lot better like john said like you need to create that engagement you know get people hooked on that and like yeah with the missions they're good but if you can tie them together and have it fully like listed and everything, I think it could even be better. So yeah, that would that'd be, you know, that would be great. I yeah. like that idea. Goldie mentions PlayStation Home. I think I think Sony's bringing back a new iteration of PlayStation Home. So that's I think that's going to happen anyway for them. But yes, sure, Nintendo can do something very similar. But it would kind of be a room that you would have yourself. Sort of, I guess, well, Splatoon 3 has the locker set up and yeah, people can they, just kind of come yeah. look at it. So I don't know. Maybe you can make it public and people can just check out what you have up. That'd be, that'd be yeah, kind of fun. I don't need I don't to know. be like Second Life. I don't. I, I think I know because I played PlayStation Home back in the day. I just thought that was yeah, kind of corny. No one needs it um, Second Life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need. Uh, just just give me a little spot that's my own. You know, like I can just like. Do but it'd be fun if people could show up and like I don't know interact somewhat, oh, leave no. something to show that they were there, that kind of thing. You know. Yeah, that would be know. cool. That, that would be like fun. if it was like you know like the NSO, like you could invite people like on the yeah, NSO yeah. if you want to play and like those people will be in your room or whatever, right? There's, like they'll be and like, they can yeah. see and like you can pick a game. That would be cool. You know, I just don't need like oh I'm going out to the mall and everything. No. Like <laughs> <laughs> just fun <laughs> ways to to kind of expand on Nintendo Online and make it feel like kind of that community setting they had even with uh with like meverse and stuff yeah uh, we have someone looking to get into vr on pc he's uh already writing off psvr2 since i mean it's lack of half-life alex and also it's not currently working on pc i guess he's looking at the valve index he's wondering if that's still like a really good option or if he should probably wait since the valve index has been out for four years and maybe something else is coming yeah, along i think I, I have to imagine valve's doing something different soon that would be really weird if they hold onto this headset for like another two or three years or something 
And really for Sony, they just need to announce PC support for this PSVR 2. Like, come on, let's, 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 let's get real here, Sony. You, having it on PC will help significantly when it comes to the overall user base you can sell to. And I got to be honest, I don't know if the PSVR 2 is doing like they crazy doing, numbers. Have they announced Gran Turismo 7 for PC? Is that on the list? No, they've they. I think they talked about it, but I don't think they they played it off like it's not in development. Come on, mm. Grand Turismo Seven's going to PC eventually. I mean, that's the key thing, right? If they announce that, then you would hope that they bring the VR support with them with it over. Yeah, I get that headset working on PC. At least have drivers ready to go, Sony. And I'm telling you, you'll have I think a lot of people interested in that headset then because right. it's priced well for the PC market. So get them involved, and then you can link it to your games and stuff that you bring over. All right. For John and I, out of curiosity, do you find people comment on old, outdated Newswave videos? And if so, what do they usually say? I mean, you might see it more. Some, I, don't... I, I think I've seen it a few times. I, it's kind of recently, too, over the last week or two. Sometimes they just comment on whatever's being said. It, I think... isn't, it, isn't it usually like age like milk or age like wine, depending on the subject matter no sometimes they'll comment like it's happening today <laughs> and it's kind of funny and i think about it i sometimes the topics are things that uh like sometimes you cover reviews and people will just comment on the reviews that are going on uh or it's something that is still ongoing like metroid prime 4 <laughs> i think that was one that got commented uh last or there might have been something about perfect dark on the xbox it was an old game that has not come out yet or even been seen i think it was one of those two that got comments so it happens but and then the last one's just a troll comment for if sean was here but i guess he's in a fruit-based coma fire. we're not sure rip yeah i don't mm -hmm. know what happened to sean we'll they're get him we'll get him next week just wondering when when he decided to become a full-time nintendo youtuber so We'll ask him on that one. Yeah, I don't think he's an Nintendo YouTuber, though. I mean, he says he's not. I think he is. I think he is. <laughs> I think he is. It's not here to depends on the topic. So he is. <laughs> uh, this is. Uh, let me go over some of the super chats. I'll check Streamlabs as well. Make sure I have those. This is from Matthew. Says appreciate your guys' efforts every week. Thank you, Matthew. Joel says someone get MVG a PSVR two. We'll love to see his review. It would be cool if you guys play games while live streaming as well i promised a super chat uh i'll 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 get a psvr to eventually mvg's gonna get one he's i'll just, get one he's eventually just front, he's just fronting right now he's gonna get i just one. i just i just want more that's all and hopefully we'll get it we'll get it this year we'll see ej says toilet paper switch game over labo if people have talked about that i haven't checked that apparently you put the joy con in a roll of toilet paper and roll it around and that's the game yeah i i don't know liam says why would nintendo bother taking down the leak after the pokemon announcement unless there was still unconfirmed info in there in this case next gen no bother taking it they apparently it was a whole thing with a forum where people have taken pictures of the switch light before when it was in manufacturing that's apparently what happened there this is from Pop Fever saying, I feel so bad for PlayStation having to release docs that will expose their dirty third-party practices. Psych, karma, deal with it, Sony. <laughs> I'm, I am curious how that goes. Which, I, I cannot wait to see those numbers. <laughs> that's going to be interesting. I, I, I mean, a lot of redactions, but you know people are going to try to fill in the blanks and figure it out. And Microsoft's going to see a lot of information, I think. So mm, that Sony's probably like, 
not probably not happy about that. That seems like it backfired uh, a bit. Jim uh, Ryan's scrubbing his emails right now. As right. <laughs> scrubbing the bank account. Mm -hmm. Damn, we gotta shift money. Let's go into our Algerian bank account here. Let's move back. <laughs> South Coast says, have you guys seen the YouTube videos of former U.S. presidents debating video games and tier lists? Funniest content I've seen in a long time. Yeah, Go watch the it. AI voice and scripting and stuff for it. Oh, yeah, man. There's, we are there's in ones a... where they're playing Destiny raids and like yelling at each other. <laughs> We're in for a dark future, man. No, I, I did <laughs> see one really nerdy one on Xenoblade 1 and Xenoblade 2, and it was really, it was really funny. <laughs> it, was, it was really, really funny. Blake says, this may be blasphemous here, but as a first-time Dead Space player, somehow I missed the original, I like Callisto better than Dead Space Remake. Anyone else? What? No, I like Dead Space uh, more. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't speak for Nate, but I feel like Nate would agree with that comment. <gasps> I think RGT would agree with that, too. I think he really Oh, Callisto. man, what? From what oh, people talk no. about, they're mechanically different enough that you are going to get people yeah. who enjoy one over the other, it sounds like. Mm. Man. Xbox has no game says bought a Vita uh, for $75. If I hack it, can I access Vita games as well as old systems? Solomon G spawns and RGT's videos on the Vita. If Square won't remake Parasite Eve, I'll play it myself. Yeah, you can play old games. You can play PS1 games natively, or well, not natively. It's got some emulation layer, but yeah, you can you can do a lot of stuff with the Vita. Play PSP games. You can PSP play all game, the PS PS1. Vita games. Yep. <laughs> Got some yep. good cool emulators on there as well. Some N64. There's a Dreamcast emulator. I mean, it's not perfect, but yeah. you can play Dreamcast games on it. Let's see. This is uh, from Aaron. Says Square should give Acquire the Final Fantasy assets and make a new spinoff called Final Fantasy Classic. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Michael says Nintendo never grew up with its fans. This is why they can get away with all of this. Is that for the Pokemon stuff? I'm yeah, trying to think of when this came in. Pokemon? I think it's probably I think he's probably talking about Pokemon. Yeah, that the Pokemon company about. and Game Freak and all of this. No, they I, can they can get away with it because it's there's no other competition. If there was some other thing that was as popular as Pokemon and as good, they wouldn't be able to get away with it. But Pokemon is just a unique entity that nobody else makes at the level that they're making it. It's just you can't you can't buy Pokemon somewhere else. Like, and everything else is nowhere near as good. People didn't go out there and buy Digimon like that. They don't buy other stuff. So that's the reason why they can get away with it because there is literally no other competition that can even compete at what Pokemon does. At least that that's what I think. Like what else is like Pokemon that you can buy that's like, oh, screw this game. I'm going to buy this instead. With yeah. RPGs, you can do it. With action games, you can do it. Oh, Devil May Cry messes up. There's Bayonetta. There's God of War. There's something else that's high quality. But with Pokemon, there's... I mean, that, that's why people were hoping that Temtem would have worked out better. Nobody went out and bought Temtem. Temtem's actually good, but yeah, nobody Temtem went out. People were like, good. well, it's okay. That's not good. It's okay. It, it's a, But it does a lot of things that people complained about that Pokemon does, like the Nuzlocks and stuff like that. And people didn't rush out there and go buy Temtem, you know? And it's it looks okay. Doesn't has good performance for the most part. And people didn't go buy that. People didn't buy Digimon Cyber Sleuth. You know, that's available on all platforms. Like, hmm. it's so people aren't even buying the other things that come out and that are solid that up Pokemon in some ways, you know? Like, they're not even Pokemon buying Pokemon name is strong. Yeah, so it's yeah. just the brand. They can, it's the branding. It has nothing to do with you know, anything else. Somebody needs to come out with something else that's 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 really good that can somehow rival it. But as Steve, Steve asked you guys, play the Pokemon Infinite Fusion game. I have not. Nope. No, 
I'm not sure what that is. Pokemon is that the, is that the browser one where you get the two Pokemon and then click fuse and it kind of creates like a what? weird <laughs> fake one? I don't, like in I the don't know. Wasn't it that Logan Paul game that never came out? No, that was that was <laughs> Egg, I think. Create mm. your own. Oh, yes. Yeah, it looks like he fused. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Huh. Uh, Rekin says, I think people forget that Final Fantasy isn't just a combat system, though. World building, music, story, drama, epic sets. Those are more uh, those are more factors that defines it. However, I'm with OJ on a high-quality Final Fantasy turn-based spinoff. Yeah, well, even, like, the themes and stuff of Final Fantasy, this Final Fantasy are different. Like, they talked about, hey, is there minigames? Nah, that's that doesn't fit. Hey, this looks really you know, serious. Yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, it's always too serious. You know, which Final Fantasy has never really been like there's always been some interesting things and silliness but i guess this one's different right so but no yeah i mean yeah like you said i agree like you know it's fine i can the game's gonna be good they'll come out people will like it patrick says secret of evermore over secret of mana fight me pull up secret <laughs> of mana is way better than secret <laughs> of evermore yeah, i like secret, secret of evermore but no secret that's, of mana is definitely that, better that's that's not a good take and on top of that, you could play Secret of Mana like back in the day with three of the homies. Like that was that was an incredible like who like wow you know like Secret of Mana you can't do that you can't you can't control somebody else with you know the dog or whatever right? or can you I don't know I don't think <laughs> I, I spoke too soon says late to the party but with 3ds and Wii U store closing later this month do you think there's any correlation with this and the new N or NSW rumors coming out now? No, I think they're completely separate things. Uh, let's see god says thoughts on final Fantasy 16 possible flop like final fantasy 15 final i think fantasy 16 15. is gonna do i think 16 is gonna do pretty well like i, I think it's gonna hit 10 million final fairly fantasy 15 easily. didn't flop the game did that's like one of the best selling final i, I think it might be the best selling final I, fantasy I think i think it did it got right up against 10 million sold right it was like right no, there i think it's even above it? that i think oh it's, wow yeah i think it's even a, so final fantasy 15 didn't flop that, that that's that's not true um it did have a rough launch it did have one yeah but I, yeah. I don't i don't think it flopped in terms of losing the money or anything no, i just they made they made plenty of money off final fantasy 15. Uh, it I mean, it sold for like seven dollars at one point, or yeah, bucks at one point. But I mean, it still sold really well overall. Zion says, "How likely will Hogwarts Legacy Online ever exist? Probably in a sequel or a ne the next one. I'll make a next one." Duan says, "What's up? Uh, yeah, what's up, OJ? How you doing tonight? I do got a crusher. A crusher. I question if it would be quite a games Persona Six. <laughs> Oh, no. it's combat that would <laughs> i'm hoping john that's... versus mr davis is the never ended the eternal struggle <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that's some kind of like voice to text issue like john oh. versus mr davis go, go ahead, you can read that go and read that read it read it go ahead and read it. i put it in the i put it in the discord for you what's up what's up uh oj uh how you doing tonight i got a question mm -hmm. um totenham games let's see here percent Oh, how many? Is it the combat? Would it change? Is is he? Are they asking if the combat? Okay, or... so yeah, he's yeah. asking if um if Platinum Games could make a Persona game mm -hmm. where they would change the combat to be more like Platinum's action. So Persona Six, mm -hmm. would it be like Platinum would come in, or could they make a game that was like that? You know, oh like okay, okay, should like that. That's did, the question. Didn't they do a Persona in the? Uh... 
freaking like the, the warrior style yeah, right the warrior style. strikers yeah yeah it, it's it's a it has some warriors elements it's an action rpg so right. yeah they, they they did do that but it's not quite it doesn't play like like a bayonetta game or like yeah. uh you know something like that or like a devil may cry that's what he wants he would want, he was thinking hey can they make a persona game that would play like that almost kind of like how final fantasy 16 is completely moving away right from what you see like a traditional action rpg like final fantasy 15 and into more of like devil may cry game right so he's asking if persona could do the same thing and it could but... yeah they could, they could i would mind seeing yeah. i would mind seeing platinum get kind of access to that stylish series because they, they're very stylish as well with a lot of their titles i think that could be i think that'd be kind of cool i mean just yeah. see their spin on it and what they could do and again i i believe sega should be doing a lot with persona as it is kind of like squares do a lot of final fantasy sega and atlas do a lot with persona I, so. I would love to see a persona game like where you can use the different persona characters like the main characters and that and like you can switch between them and like an, an action-based rpg you put it in some other type of where they somehow meet up together like persona q right some type of weird stupid thing that happens where they meet up together and they can play and or you can switch characters and you can play like that that would yeah. be that would be super cool i mean if you've played with joker in super smash brothers like it's almost kind of like joker feels incredible in that game just moving him around and being able to fight like that so i think that would be dope to see yeah, i say do all more. kinds of cool spinoffs why not do a bunch yeah. of spinoffs for final fantasy do a bunch for persona go yeah. for it you got your main team keeping it for the fans but then you can always do something else yeah. for other stuff just try mm -hmm. it out why not why not do we have any other discord questions evan no we're good okay i'm gonna check stream labs before we uh, do outros liam says with the closure of the okay oh, with the closure of 3ds wii u how much longer do you think pokemon bank services will be available you think it's possible they'll ever update it to make transferring between gen 6 and 7 offline so it could be done still be done somehow after it goes down Jordan, you know anything about the Pokemon Bank situation? No, I don't use it. Okay. Off the offline stuff would be weird because that, my understanding is the Pokemon company is very concerned about people cheating the system a bit, hacking the Pokemon, any of that kind of stuff that could affect, uh, I guess, the competitive scene. or like That's one of the reasons, apparently, we can't even do cloud saves with the current Pokemon games. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, 3D says the big level five event is also on March 9th and Deca police looks great. Do you have any predictions for the future of Yokai on the switch for the West? Need a localization, hopefully of the Yokai watch plus plus whatever plus plus. That there we go. Plus plus. Yeah. Pokemon plus. Uh, <laughs> we just need a, we need a localization of that game because it's a very good action RPG. Is there anything we can boycott about that Yokai game? Can we get one? <laughs> can we start one? Hey, I'm just, I'm just trying to help out. How do the trees Level look five. in that game? Yeah. <laughs> On a much, much, much smaller scale compared to Final Fantasy, there was a little bit of a rebellion when mm. fans of Yokai Watch saw that game. They're like, wait a minute, that's not Yokai Watch compared to like what they're doing on the 3DS. So, uh, and fans, they didn't buy it. They just were like, we're not buying this. Like, <laughs> they just flat out didn't go out there and buy it. Level 5 is like, no, but it's, look, it's that, good. That's they're how like, you really yeah. do a boycott. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Yokai Watch fans actually legitimately boycotted the we, game. we found a working one. Awesome. <laughs> they just, the says, Japanese fans were just like, no, nah, we're good. <laughs> Emperor <laughs> says, water is wet. Thanks, Emperor. And 
Uh, Jen says, I don't get the Saints Row slander. It's the same gameplay structure as Saints Row 3, and I enjoy both. The dialogue isn't the greatest, but it's goofy and stupid enough to keep me going. The lack of sound effects and music is pretty weird, though. Eerie. I had to rebuild my system files after playing that game. I, could, <laughs> I couldn't edit Newswave that night after playing that game. That game, dude. That game is pretty messed up in terms of just like start like living as a game it is wild stuff what you run into there but then i mean some of the side jobs were boring because you just it's just the same thing over and over again and to build the skyscraper at the end of the whole thing you got to do all of them and i'm like i'm i'm not doing this all like i'm not doing all of this it was it was just boring there but i don't know that it was campy in a bad way it felt like it was campy in a way that people who made it were trying that it's that meme where he walks in like how do you do fellow kids it was that for like 15 hours and i was like oh this game so i can't agree with that i am a huge fan of it callan shaw's metroid fusion a stylistic prequel to dread you're being pursued like emmy centers around the x more than metroid i'm so happy fusion is coming to yep. nso by the way that's amazing you can play all the 2d metroids mm-hmm yeah and it, again it comes in a great time with dread I mean, really doing well. So you bring in Fusion. We would, uh, I guess, do Zero Mission. Oh yeah, you can't play that one. I mean, I think Zero Mission will come eventually. It was uh, it was a part of that uh, Sloop leak. It was on that list of games that they were testing. Oh. So I feel like Zero Mission is coming at some point. Yeah, probably. This is the but year of Metroid, so it's probably getting announced later. They're pushing Metroid pretty hard. Mm -hmm. Metroid Prime Remaster is doing incredible. Still number yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, sure. so yeah. we're gonna have we're gonna have basically a one platform that's gonna play all of them, especially if Prime Two and Three just remastered show up, and then we get Prime Four. You buy the Switch, you have access to basically all the Metroid games. And then that Federation Force can't wait for that one. Oh gosh, mm -hmm. that's we, we can forget about that. That's fine. That's, that's, oh, okay. stay, I can stay wherever. It can stay where it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, let me go around here. Thanks to everyone for joining us tonight. Let's start with uh, OJ. Where can everyone find you? Yeah, you can find me right here on YouTube Player Essence. Got some cool just RPG videos for you guys, all right? Coming up <laughs> in addition to streaming <laughs> as well. So if you want to check that out. Also, I run the pre-show uh, every single week, you know, so if you want to drop by for that. So if you like streaming and you like RPG games and Nintendo titles as well, I'll be checking out Final Fantasy 16. I'll be doing a lot of stuff on that leading up to launch Bayonetta coming out as well origins games looking kind of cool so i'll be covering that and of course zelda as well so a lot of content on all those games uh coming up okay Thanks let me go over me to uh yeah let me go over to jordan yeah uh you can find me on jordan fringe or jordan fringe gaming i've put out uh several hours of pokemon related deep dives this past week uh yesterday i put out a very different video that i had a lot of fun with talking about mtv in the early 2000s and the weird uh, shows that came out then and I'm really proud of that video but uh, yeah so check those out if you're interested thanks for having me real quick question Jordan I haven't seen mm -hmm. that video yet did you talk about Daria in there no I, I, I specifically left out a lot of larger shows and a lot of more obscure ones uh, if okay. I wanted to do a part two but I, I cover a lot of interesting ones in this video okay okay yeah I'll, de I'll definitely I just wanted to know maybe like where the Daria part was maybe I could just, like, <laughs> that's you know, like my favorite MTV show from like back in the day Go to MVG. You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G. And by the way, I'm giving away a oh. copy sealed Metroid nice. Primary Mastered. Okay. Yes. Check out my Twitter channel. It's on the pinned comment 
want to get entered to join i'm giving it away next friday so i'll be drawing a winner let me just give my address mvg i'm gonna i'm gonna message you right now keep going keep going yeah i'll put you on the on the on the no no winners list no problem right alongside nate you can find me on uh on youtube at modern vintage gamer um i got a video coming out on monday and that's about it maybe a nate the hate we haven't really had much to talk about um but i think we'll probably get an episode out next week okay then what about evan find me on twitter twitch youtube instagram pretty much anywhere at kimmerick's project um if you like tabletop games i try to put a video out every week i think i'm gonna do a painting one I just went through all my B-roll of some painting stuff I did with my Iron Warriors, and I got a ton of videos, so I think I can throw one together, which is nice. Make do a light video this week, because I almost burned out last week. Three days for that video on Friday. Ugh. Oof. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us for the Spawncast. Tonight, we're back next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you guys then. I'm gonna kill them all. I'm gonna...